Transforming Podcast. I'm your host, Kali Adams, and I'm joined this week and every week with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who will not be my player, Cicero Holmes. Yo, son. How are you doing, sir? I am. I'm the dopest. Listen, I have the ugliest my player ever. I was telling Reef <laughs> earlier today, man. So I, I was using the camera and uh, I made my my player dude and he looks like Black Sloth. But... <laughs> But he he also looks like uh, I I still have my Note Seven. Um, uh-huh. He looks like he also had a Note Seven and it exploded on half of his face. <laughs> so. so it looks it looks like basically if you if your face was a hand and you were in the NFL, you have JPP. Yeah, yeah, JPP my oh, face. Oh man, yes, yes, exactly. Happy Independence Day, everyone. <laughs> that's terrible. Welcome. That's terrible because I brought it back. Yes, that's yeah, terrible. you did. Uh welcome back, man. Uh you know, uh we've uh we've enjoyed roasting you over the last couple of weeks. You are now the you DDDK, the Daily Departed Drift King, aka oh Kaka Beware, aka the Garbage Scout Captain. My God, every show that I listen to, it makes it seem like either I have died in a <laughs> mysterious way or I've like been abandoned. And it's like I was in every Sally Struthers commercial back in the 80s and 90s. Like I kind of think of you as like the Kenny, like the South Park Kenny right, of yes. the show. Like every episode, just some horrific death. Right. Oh yeah. my God! But but I love you all. You guys have been holding down the fort, right uh, and, and the shows have been amazing and great. Last week was no exception. Uh, so thank you so much for high, holding it all down, and, and you know, everything is in good hands. I love y'all. Right. Oh, word up, word up. Uh, word. Should I introduce Reef since you forgot that that's something I was that going you do? to? That was, was that was a dramatic myself. pause. Oh, okay, actually. all right, dramatic dramatic pause your way into Reef's introduction. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who makes gaming looks good, makes mini froze looks good. His J is what? Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com. How are you, sir? That's right. I mean, my J is like H2O, y'all. Word. It's water. Up. It's water. It's water. What is, what is sulfuric uh, hydroxycut? What oh is that? What? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, actually, you know, I was a little worried when they gave Alan Houston that H2O name. I was worried back then that... That like there were gonna be all these chemical equation names like nah man I'm like nitroglycerin you know what I'm saying man listen that would have like, been the dopest thing ever if like ball players on the on the corner were using no. the periodic table of elements like that no. would mean that they knew it though no science that would son be ter- no here's the reason why that would be bad is because especially from you're from New York. Because then you'd have to hear somebody dribble for fucking 20 minutes and then tell you all the stuff about their name. You'd be like, yo, son, yo, look at this. Look at me rock this cat real quick, yo. I'm beryllium, son. Right, beryllium. Right. And I'm, then I don't want to deal with I'm that. a malleable metal, son. <laughs> I don't know. I, You know, I I wanted the nitroglycerin because that's the only one that I know by heart because J. Rue rapped it in one of his early right. songs. Oh, that's so true. I like memorized the formula for nitroglycerin. <laughs> if I would have made it to the league, right. even though I'm very short and uncoordinated, <laughs> um, that would have been my nitroglycerin. name. Nitroglycerin. Nitroglycerin. You know? Oh, um, no. You know, All right, you would have been Dela Vadova. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, if somebody can be like uh, frequency vibrations or the president, why can't I be nitroglycerin? <laughs> nitroglycerin. <Why not? laughs> there you go. That's next year's next year's dude is nitroglycerin. Um, oh, well, I'm from boy. I'm from Long Island. 
So uh, a famous ball player from Long Island is Wally Serbiak. So like Wally Serbiak, I'd be an inert gas. So (laughs) I just stand around around and and move gas around. Yeah. Please, please introduce our wonderful guests for this show. Oh, word. I will will do that. Um, But before I do that, I want to say thanks to everyone for listening to 133. Uh, Thanks so much to our guests. Charles Singletary and uh, the one and only Mr. Paris Lilly of Gamertag Radio, Charles Singletary of Knights of the Turntable and Coins to Continue, which yours truly is on the current episode. Episode number two, I was guest number one on Coins to Continue. Listen to Coins to Continue episode two because... There probably won't be an episode three because I fuck shit up while I was there. <laughs> oh, no. Just ruining yeah. people's shows. Yeah. yeah. And if if you have trouble finding their podcast, as I did, look for the Blind Box, Blind Box Podcast Network. Network yeah, because there you like go. They, are, they are one of the shows on that feed. So they don't have their own feed. They have that feed. So yes. Check out Blind Box. Yes. So shout out to them. This show, this show was really good. Up and coming show. Word, word, word up. Support, supporting some dope, dope folks. So yeah, word, word up. Word up. Um, so. Um, in keeping with the basketball theme, uh, I am going to uh, announce our our guest. And here we go. It goes a little something like this. And now, starting at point guard from Warner Pacific College, formerly of Warner Pacific College, standing at 6-1, formerly also of NBA Live. Currently, one of the great producers, the defensive guru of NBA 2K17. He is the one, the only, Scott O.G. Gallagher. Yeah, I've been on a lot of pods. That intro, along with your guys's. <laughs> Two minutes about water and H2O. My, that might have been what me and Big Czar like to call ignorant as I've ever seen. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Much I, I, I always appreciate enthusiasm. And that's it at its finest. See, here's, see, here's the thing. And, and, I mean, Portland State, what... you, Portland State, sorry, Portland State couldn't get a shout out. I mean, you guys are right next door. I mean, that's right. how you yeah, feel, too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't get, P, I didn't get right, Portland State. Right, right. Well, that's because. That's because the czar played there and he blew out his knee while he was there. No, he was at University of Portland. Oh, he was University yeah, of Portland. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. If we were the oh, same yeah, age, okay. it would have been rivals. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they have beef. Oh, that, yeah. Fir- that first show when we had czar on, oh. he was like, where are, you, where are you at right now? I was like, yeah, I'm in Portland. He was like, sorry, bro. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what he said, too. <laughs> He's like, sorry, bro. I was like, oh, man. And I had just moved here, too, so you know. Oh, wow. I was like, "Oh man, is it that bad?" He was like, "No, I'm just playing, man." Yeah, you know, that's, that's a great. But if you can, if you can uh, withstand, you know that that rain, you, you'll be all right. It's you'll not be that good. bad. It's not that bad. People people give it a lot of stuff as like you know it's so depressing and this, but but when the you know once the monsoon goes away, then then everything is fine. Yeah, it's spitty yep. rain. It's spitty annoying rain. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, it can anyway. get cold. It can get it, cold. That's true. That's true. Global warming is going to hook us up, though. <laughs> Global warming has been good for us. This past I don't think we were ever saying that when I was in high school. I don't no. think we were ever saying that. No. December playoff or November playoff football games, and you can't feel anything. Your toes, your fingers. Right. It's oh. brutal. 
Well, well, I mean, that that like might have been back when we actually had an ozone layer, though. Right. Now, <laughs> now it's like, man, it's a hot toasty one out there. Oh my goodness! So, Scott, how are you, man? Mm-hmm. Like, you have a lot of stuff going on. This is we're recording this on Thursday night, uh, and the game is dropping. You know, for me, in another three hours or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have been working on this for two plus years, kind of sort of. You know, the, the cycle doesn't seem to ever end uh, when you're making a sports game. Uh, but how are you doing? How's everything going? I'm good, man. Good. Uh, everybody's, you know, all the kids, the family's healthy, man. Things are finally starting to slow down. Uh, right now, man, just checking out feedback, what everybody's saying from the prelude. And then, you know, obviously, like you mentioned, guys are going to get their hands on a copy. And then we're just going to go from there as far as patches and feedback and and start 2K18 while we're at it. Oh, my God. Cool. That just sounds like madness. Cool. And, and can can you explain what the prelude is just, just for some of the people that might not have uh, checked it out? Some yeah, lessons? man. The prelude is basically our free demo. You're out there playing it early as your my career. You get a jump start on your my career through your, uh, through the college. And uh, I guess if you like what you're doing before you get the game, you can carry over all your success and accolades or whatever and carry that right on to the real game. So people have got been getting a head start only yeah, for like the pre-orders. The f- only for the pre-orders, right, right. I, I like the fact that there's the 2KU section of the game oh, where it basically yeah. walks you through this, the kind of uh, beginning workings of getting yourself reacclimated to the new to the, move, the new move system and, and mm-hmm. kind of new controls and all that stuff. And we get to play against you, Czar, and, and some other folks on the team, which I really thought was a cool little addition, kind of nod to all of you uh, <laughs> up in the game. Who, who was the person who decided that that was going to be something that got dropped in there? I don't know, actually. I found out literally, I could honestly tell you, maybe a month ago, month and a half ago, <laughs> nice. that, I, that I was actually in it. And then I started complaining because, um, you know, that's all hoop heads are doing. First thing me and Big Czar are asking about <laughs> is like, all right, what's our ratings? All right. We know you guys, some of you don't hoop, so we better be exploits. And, you know, like, oh, I want the arm. Do I get an arm sleeve? What about sneakers? What's the rating? So we're giving our man Stoffer quite a bit of hell about that, but yeah, man, it's you a pretty it, cool. It. It's a pretty cool little addition, except for someone put the ball like between my legs, and and <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, so that I was, was on like, Twitter right. hard. Someone was like, "Yo, I crossed Scott OG up." That yeah. was not okay. And well, you that know, right. they can you know they can be happy in the virtual world. <laughs> so, so I know I know one of the first things that most <laughs> folks do. Uh, when they pop open the game, is kind of run through the menus and kind of go through all that stuff. Um, what is what are one of the first things that happens for you and for the rest of the crew um, once launch night happens? You know, it's one of those things that we kind of think about um, as as players as being super excited about getting the game in our hands and being able to kind of mess around with stuff and start to start our legendary uh, park uh, <laughs> park careers. <laughs> yeah. Yes word you know shout out to that one dude with the side fro who never knows how to rebound and or pass a ball (laughs) um but what is it like for you guys back at 2k when launch night is happening are you guys just kind of just monitoring everything kind of like all hands on deck kind of just checking things out or peeking into people's streams all that stuff yeah yeah i'm trying to we usually peek into people's stream actually during the year so a couple months from now or you know within this month i'll be on streams um and different ones uh throughout that time so you'll be peeking in. All right, what's this? You know, uh, that's how we found out about Red City Boy, who, oh, okay. who came in last year. Um, he was in there just killing him. Um, so we were in there looking at that, and we followed with him. And the next thing you know, that guy never stopped. 
So, so you go in there, then, you know, we'll check it YouTube, at least, you know, I can at least speak for myself that I'm on there checking in and seeing what the, my career guys are doing as far as points. How's the defense? Uh, big czar on the AI side, same thing. All of us, mostly the same thing. How are our stuff holding up? But right now you're pretty much at a standstill. I mean, you mm. know what you shipped, you played the hell out of it, but still, man, there's going to be millions of people that play it. That's almost like, that's basically almost like a QA essentially. Right. Right, you know, right. so they're going to find things that, oh, this bug popped up. And then you got to, you know, this move from this move from this move got this. And only, you know, that community guy or gamer is going to find it. So, yeah, it's pretty much where we're at right now. Excited at the same time, too. So I'm sure I'm, I'm sure it's one of those days where, you know, you kind of get a, a, a minute or two to kind of relax and breathe, uh, but kind of not get a chance to relax and breathe because it's a lot of pressure. You guys have a lot of. A lot of really um, passionate fans yeah, who every gosh. year are super excited and looking forward to the game. Um, I want to talk about that more in a minute, but I want to kind of dig back into to, to Scott OG's history. I want to I want to go back a little bit. So you, we talked a little bit about you know you growing up in the in the Pacific Northwest out mm-hmm. here. Yep. Um, you know what what was the transition like from kind of hooping here? Uh, to kind of moving up to the pros mm-hmm. and then kind of moving forward to folks who who don't know your story of moving uh, towards, um, you know, making games for a living uh, in that way. Crazy story. Um, geez. All right. I guess we'll start back, I guess, going into high school. So most of my family, 99% of my family is from Southern California. So that's where you see the Lakers, the Dodgers, and even going back to the LA Rams, we're still holding on. We followed them. We followed them to the loo, and now we're back. It was the best day ever. I'll take as nice. many four and twelve seasons as now that they're back. So that's a big thing in our household. Yeah, man. But I went to high school out in Gresham, and outside of myself, I say this humbly, it's really just that and myself and Fred Jones won the dunk yep. contest back then. There's no really uh, tons of football players that have come from there, uh, good and bad, you know, from the, you know, Joey Harrington. I guess we kind of keep him. Like, we don't, we don't, we don't say anything about him anymore. But he was a big deal in the Mount Hood Conference, Adama Kinsu and such. But, um, yeah, basketball wasn't very huge. Had a big senior year. And, you know, just obviously went on to college. But gaming has always been more than uh, – more than just games you see a lot of athletes now that are like man i love these games but there's a different type of love or they want to do something or they are interested in potential career you know once the hoop thing is over whereas it was really on the mind from the get-go um gosh i I was telling one story where uh, we all know 9999 when the dreamcast dropped there you go you know yeah so um we had a little water break that went a little bit too long talking about nfl 2k yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yep, yeah. yeah, we all know that. that gosh, uh, man, people uh, don't people don't forget like graphically, you know, like how far ahead that was game was. It was transcendent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like you just it was all you and your boys, especially I'm in high school at that time and um my coach is so pissed cuz he's like real blue collar, <laughs> man, 23 straight years in the playoffs. And we're just, you know, that's all it is that conversation is about. And we're running like bear crawls, just me and my boy Luell, all because we can't shut up. You know? <laughs> it's weird. I don't want to make it corny. Like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? But it was legit. Like, you know, you suck. I'm nice. You know, you could take the VMUs and you're starting to take them to people's houses. Wow, yes. That was 2K1, NFL 2K1, where you yes. could create your own plays. And then you were taking them there. Yes. Oh, man, it would go to one boy's house who had it. I think it was like my tight end 
and it was just warfare until like three in the morning. But dude, I was in there like Mike Martz. Like I, was, I, was, I was in that playbook. Oh so, man, look that you can yeah. you can tell this is an LA fan right there. And he pulled out man. Mike Martz. The greatest shit. show on turf. Oh, you don't want me to gosh. bring out Jim Everett or Henry oh, Ellard. Oh, my. oh, my. oh <laughs> man. Wow. Henry yep. Ellard. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Also, 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 props to you because I think this was the first time somebody ever said VMU on our show. Word. I think. Word. Uh, oh, man. So, uh, sh- shout yeah, out to the right. Dreamcast, yeah. uh, <laughs> the, the, the final Sega console. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so um, you talked about. NFL 2K, I assume that like you were also <laughs> yeah. playing NBA 2K oh, yeah. as well with the uh, AI on the cover right. and all that good stuff. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I remember back then, like I never, you know, I was a, you know, obviously a huge fan of the uh, NBA Live games and like mm-hmm. uh, even yep, even before good. that, like you know, like the Bulls versus Blazers and the, and the NBA playoffs and, and you know mm-hmm. Lakers versus Bulls and and now did did uh, did you? get into any of those earlier kind of like 16-bit oh. uh, or those like pre-Dreamcast games? And like, did you have any any favorites out, 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 out of those? Gosh, that's a great question. I still, what's funny about that is you say that is I have uh, this man, my little man cave in here is full of all of those games. Like yes. all of them, I still have them all. So Bulls versus Blazers, Lakers versus Celtics, like mm. anything I can throw them up, whether it's the hard copy or an emulator. They're all on tap. I was just playing Tech Mobile last week nice. after yes. you know, things had settled down. Yeah, uh, let's see. I was Tecmo NBA basketball. I was wow, like a I sim head before the sim head. Yes. Here's why. It's because like people always say, and I don't know if it's like a culture thing or the cool thing to say, man, I was on double dribble. And it was like yeah, any sim head uh, knew that double dribble was whack. whack. It was like magic yeah. junk. Yeah. And I don't like not crapping all over it. We know what it was for its time. Right. But I'm talking about right. it's like we were looking for something different. Yeah. And that's what like Tecmo NBA Hoops yes. had. It had the whole season. Yes. It had MJ, Magic. Yes. It was like the whole, you know, it was just like uh, football. You right. know, it had the music. It had everything mm-hmm. going around. And I guess leading back to what I had was kind of going on before is I grew up in a different household, real strict uh, father, uh, made some mistakes uh, in his life. He was an athlete as well. Mm-hmm. And basically he didn't want me to make those same mistakes. Mm-hmm. So he was really on everything that I did. And I wouldn't have gone as far as I did without him, obviously, but it was really hard, man. It was strict. Right. And what I'm getting to is uh, I never had one sip of alcohol till I was 28 years old. Wow. So yeah, like, and, and I, I'm, I'm very proud of that. And it was on accident. It was actually like, it's a weird story. I thought it was water. It was a, my wife's wine glass. And, like, and all my buddies are like, streak over, streak over. You know, I was like, just, I just was wanted to break down into tears. Uh, but it was more or less, he was just like, my dad was really like guilty by association was big. He was like, if you show up there, you never know what teachers think, your coaches think. Like, you don't want to have to explain that scenario. So it really hit home early. So it was like, we didn't have a lot of money, but he was like, hey, man, I know you enjoy this stuff. And I'm like, instead of partying, just do that. You can have some of your friends come on over here. So whether it was 2K or it was Madden, like, that's what we were doing. So it was like, it was more than just a game at that point. Like, it was, mm. it was you loved it but it was clearly like a lifestyle like you built this this one-on-one type of thing with it you woke up in the morning maybe played a game in your season you know just like kind of kids are doing now but it was so 
it was different. It was just like every, you guys know, like I was a dude even like building rosters. Right. Yeah. You know, like adding yep. 300 and something plus college players. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I was that dude way before then. So buying every game, whether it was hockey or doing, you know, whatever I could, Tiger Woods golf, you know, yep. you're just playing whatever. But it really, I'm a, I really, you know, that's why I'm, you see a lot now, you know, gaming's doing this and gaming's doing that. Basically, you know, I got four kids, so it's like, like games are bad. Games are doing this, but it's like, man, it's all in moderation. How, you know, so I've exposed it to them early. Right. But understanding, you know, work, then play. Work meaning, you know, your school work, you know, and then getting it done on the field or on the court or whatever. Right. So, yeah, man. Yeah, well, you, you know, I, there's, it's it's funny that you, you talk about the... Uh, putting the stats together and 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 doing all that really really supremely nerdy stuff to enhance mm-hmm. the simulation aspect of your games and um, we you know we just last uh, not last week a, a few weeks ago we had Ben Harmella one of the producers for uh, <laughs> Madden 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 Seventeen yeah. um, on the show and and we've had Big Czar on the show um, mm-hmm. and this is something that even I've done and and I think you know helped to uh, further my uh, love for sports video games and 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 led me to uh, writing for Operation Sports, which is the same kind of thing. What do you think it is about sports video game players um, that the ones that truly love playing sports video games that leads them to doing just the the nerdiest of nerdy things to make to enhance their experiences with with the games that that we play man i at least for me i think it's all on that's a great question by the way i think it's um all the imagination like the imagination is thing from like the footwork to the accessories that's why guys tripped out about accessories right. for years you know what i'm saying right. like it's like we could have a hand five feet off of his face but if he yeah. looks like he's licking his fingers before he takes a free throw shot dudes go crazy yes <laughs> and yeah. and that's the little things you know right. and there's a rule. It's like every player is somebody's favorite player. So, like, even though the greatest show on turf was was it, and Marshall Falk was my guy, somebody, Orlando Pace, was the dopest dude that ever walked the earth. Right. right. You see right, what I'm right. saying? It's like this right. imagination. That's why in the more detail that these games get, the more that's really starting to grow. You right. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I think. It's just it's, you just don't – you want – with these games, I mean, there's this replication of the sport. So it's like what you're seeing. So like if you're playing at Notre Dame or at SC or something in college, I just right. use this example. I don't know why, but they have like <laughs> a special lighting on their field. Right. And it's like you want, since I can't physically go out there and run a two-minute drive, like right. this is it. Right. So right. you want every single thing that you can control to matter. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's why we always go back. I know I've heard you guys on the show many times of like, you know, uh, like Sharif was asking about this, about your games. Like there's one thing, is it the crowd shake in NCAA football or is it, you know what I'm saying? There's these, all these things. So when they get, when they take it away from us, that's why people get so pissed is because there's this connection to mm-hmm. that, you know? And I yeah. think that's part of it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, uh, uh, Kai, did you have something? Not cool. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you know, you talk about the lighting, and that's actually something uh, that's really cool about NBA 2K. Uh, the series itself, 
Um, and obviously, we haven't had a chance to play 17, but I, I, you know, I mean, you guys would be idiots if this wasn't consistent, um, is that you do get the lighting right in, in arenas. So, like, when the Lakers play in, in Staples Center, the spotlight is on the court. And you can only see the players and you can kind of see, you know, just the first few rows in the garden the same way. Uh, You can kind of see the first few rows. The spotlight is on the court. But when the Clippers play, it's a lot brighter. You can see Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. And you guys get that right in the game. Um, You know, I know you guys love the sport. um, But how important was it for you guys to to get those types of nuances, those idiosyncrasies right. Oh man, that stuff is always huge. Our our department there, our lighting, art and all them, those guys, they kill it every year. Have you guys seen the early stuff of like the Warriors too? I mean they're in oh, our own man. backyard. So right. yeah, like that stuff is really special. And it and it's a tough job too, man, because it's like, you know, we were getting hit early on like the Knicks blue aways. Right. And obviously the lighting and stuff is gonna affect you know a lot of that of how we, how you you know you really kind of see that stuff so it's like then well i guess what i'm saying is tough is you know there's the tv broadcast right and it's like you know they kind of have their own little filters or different cameras that they're using so what they have on tnt may look different than espn you know we've all you know been there and seen that so it's like really hitting what that is you know instead these guys went in and said hey in the arena this is what it is right you know, so that's they man. Those guys do an amazing job, but that is it, man. You got to hit the lighting. Um, guys are killing us for that, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> everything's so, not right. Something's not right. Like we just saw some. Something's not right in Milwaukee. You know, blah, 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 you know, it's everything. Even Bucks fans. I mean, they do exist. Bucks fans, they, they yeah, do exist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's 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 yeah, right as, there. As a person that's in Milwaukee right now, I can tell you they really don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, but, I like what you guys are doing, though, man. Like I, but I they like will them. now. Once the new stadium goes up, then they'll come back. That's, okay. that's what's gonna happen. Are you guys paying for that stadium, or is that no owners paying for that? Right? Oh, that's a whole nother podcast. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's, the it's, best. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole nother podcast. But but yeah, there there is definitely part of it that that's coming from from uh, tax revenues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and your my boy Thon Makers over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody doubted my boy Thon. He made a good pick by Jason Kidd. <laughs> we don't know if he's 23 or if he's 45, <laughs> man, but right. the dude can play. Yeah. Yeah. That, dude, that dude's I'm been playing for eons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. on his side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, so, um, yeah. So, so, like, I've, like, gone to a bunch of, like, Bucks games here. I usually go when, like, when, like, my Knicks are in town, you know. Yes, like sir. I, Kind of like go okay. for the go for the away team, and everyone loves that. Um, there you go, okay. of course. Um, but uh, yeah, so so like one thing I noticed when I was playing through the uh, prelude um, was that, and I, I felt like this wasn't in my head because I because I saw this feedback from a lot of other other people as well. I found that I was getting a lot more positive grades for um, multiple defensive stops. I believe is what it was exactly called. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember that really happening a lot in 2K16, if at all. Now, I could have gotten better or um, or like there was like a, a defensive tweak made to like recognize when like you're sort of like actually guarding your man and like preventing the pass, even though you might not like, you know, be actively out there blocking and rebounding and uh, that kind of stuff. 
Um, so like was was that was was that something that was like actually like a gameplay tweak or improvement on the defensive side, or is it, or am I just so good at the game that you know like <laughs> uh, of course I'm getting more uh, stops. <laughs> I think it's both. I think it's both. No, I know it's both. Uh, or I'm gonna assume at least on our end. You know, I can't. I, I'm just playing with you. Um, yeah, like that. That has been touched, and we're trying to hit. You know, all those all those little nuances that we can, you know, each year. So those things are definitely getting improved. They have been improved. So it's, we don't want to keep things, hey, you got to block, you got to rebound, you got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the best defenders don't show up so much in analytics, believe it or not. Like um, mm-hmm. this per stat, you know, this player efficiency rating right. that's out there. That, that thing drives me crazy because guys like Tony Allen, like Bruce Bowen, Sean Marion's, like those guys, maybe Sean Marion uh, probably showed up a little bit better, but. Those guys play contained defense exactly how you're taught. Right. And nothing's mm. going to show up in that number. Right. You know, maybe they're not huge scorers, but, I mean, they do their role and they do it right. So, I mean, no one no, – we don't teach kids. This is – go look on Google right now, how to steal a basketball. Man, you ain't going to find a damn thing. Right. You know, but in our game, <laughs> dudes want to spam steal all dang day and expect, you know, come on, man. You know, like that's the type of – it's like you're not even – you're not playing contained defense here, you know. So right. then if they get knocked – for this or a foul it's like just move your feet i mean you don't even have to physically move your feet just l2 l2 move the left stick right. you're all good i promise right. i guess i guess that that leads actually perfectly into a question about that so you know you and czar have been doing amazing work i mean everybody in the crew mike wang rob jones everybody's been doing Appreciate amazing it. work for a long time uh bonish everybody <clears throat> and it seems like you know you talk about the kind of mix of presentation when it gets to a certain point plus gameplay when it gets to a certain point you know you've moved to current gen systems and it feels like right now with 17 at least from the stuff that i've even got a chance to kind of run through just in a prelude that you guys are hitting your stride um in some sorts uh when it comes to kind of getting things in that sim box that sim space mm-hmm. um that that you that you have been trying to shoot for and can will continue to shoot for um you know, until you guys are no longer doing this game. <laughs> Does it feel like at this point, the frustrations that you might've had, you know, seeing folks who are just doing the usual things that they do on the court in 2k plus, you know, you have grown up in a basketball world. You, you've gone through the gamut of, of all the levels that you can, that you can possibly go through uh, where you can see the kind of intangibles happen. And then now being able to kind of implement those in the game. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like at this point you're you guys are kind of getting to where you want or is it something where just human beings being human beings and them being unpredictable is always the thing that you're fighting against and trying to kind of Ooh. mitigate or help them be the players that you want them to be? Man, wow, that's a deep question. That's deep. That's good. <laughs> uh I don't know. I I think I can speak for uh I know I can speak for obviously myself and Big Czar, but it's I've, we're getting there we're getting yeah. there we felt we still feel and we say this you know as being as humble as we can we don't think that we know that ace is the best ai system that's ever been made mm-hmm. um we know that that's the standard we know that there's six thousand adjustments in that thing right now um and that doesn't even include all the offensive stuff that big czars put in i mean he's helped mm. taking that thing to a whole nother level um so but there's still like a lot of things that we see that we're you know we're getting there um because when you come in especially when us two come in pretty strong-minded guys there's a whole like kind of 
philosophical change that has to come. Um, and I can speak on that this year with all our off new, our all new uh, off ball bump system. Mm. So now on the right stick, you can chuck a guy, you can grab his waist, you know, and there's the foul chance and all that. But even in house, it was a different feel because we wanted the one, we wanted the post guy or any off ball big guy to, to beast and eat down there, you know, where you mm. couldn't do it. And it's really the battle before the battle. Right. So people say, oh, I catch it in the post. Now I go to work when really Shaq was pinning your ass underneath the basket, catching, just banging <laughs> all up on you. Right, right. You know, right. That, that was it. So we were trying to, you know, really uh, hit that. But, pe- you know, even in-house, it's like, oh, man, I'm getting hit everywhere, hit everywhere, hit everywhere. You know, luckily, you know, or which we kind of knew the community guys really took a hold of it and really liked it because it's going to help them out as well. But mm-hmm. in the NBA, they don't let you just walk underneath the basket, catch and score. Right. And we, even though we did all this AI stuff last year, we still had some mechanics that needed improvement. And we still right. do. You know, we'll still improve yearly. You know, there'll be something here. Maybe off this is this specific cut, uh, this guy's catching and scoring at will or doing whatever, you know. Um, last year, uh, to give you a little stat of the day, or no, two years ago in 2K15, um, our users on the Hall of Fame, this is just Hall of Fame, alone were scoring about 26 points a game, and they were shooting it at 60%. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, now this is millions of gamers. Right. Okay, so you right. say 25, uh, you know, like the leading score in the NBA is 30, but I'm talking millions. Like right. we looked right. over 70 million games, and there's way more than that. You see what I'm saying? So when you look at that number in, pers- in perspective, you're like, whoa, that's crazy. Because right. you had guys like our boy Shake dropping 60, and they were begging us for a, a more authentic experience. Mm. So that's what we want to get to is like, man, it feels good. Like, dude, I led the league in scoring. And I didn't score 50 again. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. That's right, it. Right. So, so and a- after 2K16 launched, those users who are scoring 26 are down to about four, uh, just under 14, and they were shooting 43%. Okay. So we know oh, what it okay. what it did. I mean, you still have your other guys out there that are out there filling it up, and they should. Right. You know, those guys are talented. They're good because we're not going to cheat you. Like, that was the main thing. We could go out there and say, ah, just follow his stick. So if his stick moves left, go you know like old school games that did it. Like right. gosh, I, I can't get by him. Right. Well, they're just you know they're cheating you. Or we were just like, nope, this dude gets fifty, he gets fifty. Right. You know he's just he's nice with it. Like that's how we were gonna approach it. Mm. But I'm we're getting no there. one has ever scored fifty on me. I'm happy about that. <laughs> it's right. It's getting like real life. Like if a dude, I always said like if a dude gave me twenty five and some chucks, like I'd give him my shoes and I'd never play again. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you went out to your local city league and a dude just gave you work and some chucks, like I'd be, I'd be so finished. I may, I may even leave 2K. I may even just be done in the industry. Like I, I just don't deserve to be here anymore. Well, I had, I had a follow up, but now I have to ask: What's the yeah. worst that you got worked when you were playing? Just playing oh. any, 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 any version in the park ball, uh, you know, high school, college, Euro, Euro stuff. Um. So I'm saying C, as this has happened quite a few times. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a good dude. Uh, not really, not much in college. I didn't, nothing really happened in college, believe it or not. Um, the so, No, you know what? I do take that back. So uh, I took a visit to Portland State, My, you know, coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. And you play there, you're playing to like seven all ones. And right. uh, Salim Stoudemire gave me all seven buckets. Ooh. Like all seven. There wasn't a damn. And he was just about to be drafted going into, you know, at Arizona. Like there wasn't a damn thing I could do. <laughs> and then, yeah, so he was he was pretty nice with it. Um, 
when I was working out with the Blazers, uh, Jared Bayless was actually a problem in my side. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a he was a he was a headache. Obviously, Brandon Roy at that time, right. there was like he just caught. I was like, oh, what am I gonna do here? Moment of silence for Brandon Roy. Yeah, moment of silence for for Brandon Roy and his body. Yep, man. Oh my yep. gosh, that dude was yeah, so was, nice, man. Yeah. Oh man, he was, yeah. he was he was ridiculous at that time when I'm there. You know, just working out, going in there. It's like, uh, you know, to my left is uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, right. and to my right on the same floor as Greg Oden, you know, health, you know, right Right. before, you know, he goes down as well. So that was, that was a very interesting, but Bayless, uh, problems. Um, Damon Stoudemire at like 38 years old gave me the work, um, as well. Imagine, right. Imagine at 20, man. (laughs) Yeah. But it was like styles, styles make fights. Like me and big czar would joke about this. Like, uh, I had no problem with Sergio Rodriguez, who's now getting a job with the Philadelphia 76ers. Interesting. Now that was, you know, I could do whatever I wanted. Rudy Fernandez was the same way. Um, oh, thank God you you gave Rudy Fernandez the business. His face just annoys me. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Well, uh, it's you, like some you, of these guys they, a favor. they grow up playing with Pau Gasol, and I'm playing like with the local dude from Canby, Oregon. <laughs> right. You know, it's like oh, I think I he would make me look better. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you know what? So. I want to ask you a question about that real quick. That's, yeah, this is my follow up. You led right into it. Is uh, I kind of referenced the kind of regional things that happen in ball, right? So it's like <laughs> the stereotypical things are like. The, the cats from the from the bay and the cats from from SoCal or the shooters, cats from the middle of the country. And you guys are kind of playing this up a little bit with the with the my park stuff. <laughs> guys in the middle of the country are kind of the bangers and kind of defensive prone. Mm-hmm. Dudes on the east coast are kind of show, showy and stuff like that. I'm from New York. You know, uh, Reef is from Philly. Uh, Jersey. See, uh, it's from Jersey. Jersey. Same same. Yeah. Same, same. I keep saying Philly and Jersey. It's the same place. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have the same team, basically. Anyway. We have no team now. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's true. Oh, my God. So, so you know, we have the kind of dribble all day dudes back in New York who, if you go to West Forth in the summertime, you stay there. Games usually would last, you know, in real life probably 10 minutes or so, 10 to 15 minutes, but because the cat is dribbling, it takes like 45. Right. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it, is it something where you've kind of seen in your life kind of playing here and then going to, to play in Europe that, you know, the European game is very different than the American game, and it feels like now, you know, we, we're just having the Olympics uh, finish up mm-hmm. and them having some problems uh, kind of reverting to what we call American ball, which is, you know, stand there, kind mm-hmm. of go one-on-one. Do you feel like there is some interesting kind of transition that you guys are doing within the game? Because it seems like it to me that you're kind of moving the game towards getting people through sim basketball into kind of a more fundamental European style game than what's happening with most of the way that you play online with randoms mm-hmm. is seeing the cats who don't play sim play New York ball. Right. Like, yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a whole rock. And I'm so you here. so you guys are all from the East Coast. Right. So with with all due respect, none of you can shoot. Yeah, basically, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. None of us can shoot. We can, you jump, all, you we can all, jump out the building. You man. can we jump, can man. You boarding. You, right. you dribble in 35 and then hoisting up something yep. that just doesn't go. <laughs> yes. yeah, yep. I, there's only a few New Yorkers I've ever met that could actually shoot. Yep. You know, yep. a good <laughs> buddy of mine, man. I played with in Australia, Julius Hodge, uh, Harlem. Uh-huh. So he was, you know, he was in the league for a little bit, mm-hmm. but we were playing. He was, I mean, he was one of the, probably one of the top dudes I ever played with. 
um, just like a six nine. He was somebody I could just play on the side. He's like, oh gee, just go to the two, and I just li- <laughs> I'd actually listen. You know, I'd be like, All right, shit, whatever. All right, I'm about to get mine now. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm shooting, uh, but he had no jumper for, right. for, for, for nothing, <laughs> and he'd be the first one. I mean, that thing looked. You know, it's better than Ronnie 2K's, but you know, it, it, it's, it's slightly Ooh. better. Oh no, Ronnie knows that he he that slingshot that Ronnie got going on, I think coming way back from way back, like a bad Wes Matthews. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, Ronnie's my guy, man. But yeah, we, I give him hell. Everybody's like, man, I'm gonna quip in that Ronnie jumper. I'm like, man, you sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? I'm not so sure you want to do that. But, uh, that's great. It's not yeah, well. It's, it's, not, it's not Kevin Martin or uh, or the Matrix. That's true. I don't know, man. I may take Kevin Martin's over here. Like I'm talking, this one be coming off of like if you're a right hander, his ish be coming behind his left ear, behind. His <laughs> like do that. Like that's some a la Bill Cartwright. It got that sidewinder on it. Oh, you know, man. I'm be, still. I still don't understand how he made it through every form of basketball shooting directly from his nipple. <laughs> he like shoots directly out of his hip into the shot. I still yeah. don't get it. But it's it, so but it crazy. It's like we. I have an academy, basketball academy. Work with some of the type high school kids out here, and it's like, you know, we grow up like, hey, man, get your elbow connected to your to your hip. Right. You know, staying square, ten toes at the rim, and it's like, I don't know if it's analytics, but all that kind of philosophy starting to change. Mm-hmm. You know, because look at Reggie Miller. Right, right. I mean, oh, that's, that's not how you, no. you teach a shot. No. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Cross the hands. Right. Yeah, his hands, his wrists hitting. They all making that clack sound. Right. You know? Drawing them fouls. He was yeah. trying to draw right. fouls. Well. You know, you don't teach a jumper like that. So now there's like this weird thing with like, all right, you know, at least where you start is where you finish. Don't have 10 toes at the rim and then 10 toes 90 degrees. Right. Like, we can't have all of that. You know, and it's like hold your follow through, like at least hold them those core things because, you know, Reggie Miller is going on TV now, you know, saying, oh, I never change their form. And I'm like, well, shit, if the kids are seeing him say, don't, uh-huh. hey, Reggie Miller said on NBA TV, don't change my form. Right. Like, I lose right. every single right. time. Right. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? It's killing me. Um, You know, so a little while ago, you mentioned that styles make fights. And, uh, and, and <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I beseech some of my friends over at uh, Operation Sports and uh, my 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 one of my good bosses, uh, Chris Millennium. He's got a question yeah, for yeah. you. Um, okay. Well, the the first one is is rhetorical, um, but the, <laughs> that's I don't know if that's good. Right. <laughs> the first <laughs> the first one is why are you so damn fly? Um, you know, you know what I'm saying? Winning is not a sometimes thing. It's an all the time right, thing. You, you know go. what I'm saying? You know, we're trying to win all the time. Right, I'm just playing. Right. But he, but he, he seriously wants to know, um, if you and the czar, so, you know, so we know that, that the czar programs, the offense, he is the mm-hmm. offensive guru for, uh, he was for 2k 16. I'm assuming he was also for 2K17, and you were the yeah. defensive guru for 2K16, and now for 2K17. Um, are you guys actively programming the defense and the, the defenses and offenses against each other? To, yes, absolutely. To agree, there's a, there's there's definitely a thing we got to kind of keep each other intact of what's going on, so he's not surprised. Hey, guess what? I put this junk defense in. Ah, you're screwed. You know, right. like we don't, we don't, you know, we don't want to do any of that stuff. Make sure that the balance is all there. But yeah, that's what it is. Right. You know, he's working with his guys. 
you know, he's got his guys. I've got mine. We have our basically we have our own AI team. So with some brilliant engineers who are doing the code and, and some of the most brilliant people that you probably ever be around, yeah. you know, that will you'll come to them with something and they hit you back with like that idea is whack or, you know, <laughs> I'm saying not normally, but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's that yeah, was no, trash that's Scott. It. What the yeah. hell is going on, man? Yeah, like, man, do you know, like, what kind of problems that can cause? Like, that's that's the kind of stuff, because, you know, we got to make sure we, we can't go, you know, if we go too sim, you know, then it may not be an enjoyable experience, right. you know, but that's what we did a lot with, quite a bit this year with difficulty, which we can get into uh, later. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I definitely would like to get into that a little bit. How do you balance, like, sort of, like, you know making a game that's fun and staying true to like the sport, because I know that there are some things about it that, you know, like you obviously want to attract, I guess, like new players to the series as well. Right. Or like a pe- people mm-hmm. that might not be as familiar with the sport even. Right. So, yeah, for sure. So like, what, what are like some of the challenges and like some of the things that like you guys do to make sure that, that you're both, you know, both like keeping like the hardcore fans happy and like, and like also like, uh, attracting new people i think the biggest thing is like you got to work harder if you want difficulty levels to matter and i and you know you can as a dev to be honest you could cheat it i could say you know we could be like oh man let's just up this slider up this slider that sucks right you know we Mm. want the intelligence of the basketball to improve you know but at the same time like let them grow to you know even enjoy it like my six-year-old son is a just a hoop head but dude, if he sees a double team trap on a first time he uses a pick and roll, the dude's gonna lose his mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's right, just not right. right. Um, or you know, say like the offense not moving around, or you know, he's he's gets it. So, and I think that philosophy carries all the way to our other, or just our enti- actually our entire game. Like there's something for everybody, as you guys know. Like in the park, dudes are going to blacktop. Blacktop got got love this year. Right. Like. Whatever guys want to do, I've never seen anything like it. Like, cause this game, these guys are so passionate that are in here. Even of stuff that we have, me, Big Czar, who have you know been with you guys. So I say us as you know, just because I don't want to speak too for too many people. But <laughs> uh, it's there is stuff that other guys are so passionate about. Like, you're just like, man, we can't, we can't do this. You know, we can't try to take care of this or blacktop. You think blacktop is like dead? No, there's a lot of people playing this thing, man. Right. That's you know, so I'm like, because I never touch it. I never touch yeah. it. So, me neither. But there's hundreds of thousands of people that are in that thing. Right. You know, and there's other guys that are like, oh, man, we should take that out. Nope. Like, nothing gets taken out. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, this crew is so dedicated. You're like, man. So, it's like every year when we do, like, these presentations or we had the guys in a couple weeks ago. Like, there's so much stuff. The game's so big that we don't know. I, I tell you honestly, fellas. I didn't know about my court until Jeff Thomas brought it up in last year's presentation, <laughs> which was three weeks, I think, before we shipped. Right. Like, I kid you not. I remember calling, you know, uh, Big Czar when he had left out of town or something. I was like, dude, yo, Jeff just came up. Have you heard about this my court thing? And he's like, nah, man, get out of here. Right. Like, I kid you not, dude. We can load right from here to the Pro-Am. Like, That's I don't know why. No one said nothing to us about it, but dudes were in there labbing, and it's this thing is so sick. Yeah. You know, it's 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 funny that you that you mentioned that, and I, I've got to follow up, you know, right right off the heels of that is is yep. – so last year – 
uh, 2K16 was was our sports game of the year. Um, I believe it was the Operation Sports sports game of the year. Um, it, you know, I mean, it, it it kicked ass in all the awards. Um, but it was also one of my games of the year. Um, and and the thing that that I had to say about 2K 2K16 specifically and 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 the series in general is that even though you guys really haven't had a competitor, um, you know, there has been another uh, basketball game out, um, not this year, but in previous years, but it really wasn't the competition for you. Um, it was, you know, not even, it was the MBDL compared to the NBA that you guys were running. Um, but you guys still seem to be able to motivate yourselves to make the game even better. And the game last year was just so big and encompassed so many different things that you could play blacktop exclusively. You could play my career exclusively or my, uh, or pro-am or, you know, any of the different modes. Um, what are you guys doing this year to even to one up yourselves? Uh, well, let's see last year, big czar and I wrote the, well, I mean, you read Mike's blog, right? So I can talk mm-hmm. for that because I can't. So the only thing that's not really out there too much is the AI and all the other little intangible that we did that you don't know about now. So we wrote that like thirty-page blog that went crazy and uh, did really well. And then for you know the powers that maybe it didn't, we wanted to do one, but you know just couldn't get. We just didn't get to it, right? Um, or you know whatever. So, um, so I don't want to say I don't know if it wasn't if like the hype was even bigger then, you know. But it's like. We, we we took it as like on the AI side as a we had to take a huge jump just to stay the same mm-hmm. like that's the type of thing just right. to you know to stay ahead you got to do what we did last year and then even improve on that right. and I feel like we did you know there's just not the huge you know write up on it and stuff but yeah that's the thing it's like okay so we have stuff that we already got locked in there's like already major bullet points for like 2K18 mm. that are already kind of in the works now that we're like okay you know we have to do this and some because there's certain things that maybe in let's say august maybe mm. there's like a cut line or july and you're just like ah damn you know we could put this in but it's just kind of ah, it's just not you know you don't get a second chance to make a first impression right. this thing's got to hit and it's got to be usable not man right. we could, you know some half-assed right. thing right. so yeah that's where we're at now is just is constantly we don't really i mean we we play the hell out of other games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been playing Madden like crazy the past couple of days. Still got a bunch of friends over there, and that you know they definitely improved their product. Yeah, no doubt about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, but right now, I mean, we know what we need to take care of. There's definitely no ego here. That's for damn sure. Right. I've used the analogy. It's a lot like uh, the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Mm. Outside of like the PR, like I wouldn't fit in Belichick's system, you know, because right. I wouldn't be a robot. You know, right. but you can hear like Garoppolo right now. <laughs> right. Yep, yep. You know, both teams played hard. Right. Uh, right. You know, uh, studied films the good. You know, guys made plays. You know, and it's real dry. Right. You know, so that that's really how this is. You know, the two brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call them the Godfathers are running this, yeah. and they just let us go, man. So there's not, there's not some huge hierarchy that guys are trying to climb, and you know it sucks. It's awesome to work here, and so basically you set your own bars. Like you know if mm. your stuff's whack. I mean that's why you're here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you can't <laughs> deliver, then you're gonna be gone. So that's the one thing that the European game taught me. You know, I was never cut, thankfully, but 
it was real day by day, man. I had many Americans that came in and out, and it was like, you know, you seen like hard knocks and these dudes get cut, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That in Europe, man, it's no doubt, no different. Like dudes can play five good games, next game they play like shit, right? And it's like, you know, dudes looking all over show like, man, I think I'm gone, and then they're gone. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? <laughs> there's yeah. no free agency, there's no salary cap. You know, it's all oh, there's there's. 500 Americans just like you. Yep, right. come with me later, buddy. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I, so. I kind of, that's one of the cool things, you know, having met uh, most of the crew at that last event that she and mm-hmm. I went to, the, and and just the kind of pedigree over the years of following everybody, you know, Mike Wang from back in, back in OS forums, back in yep. the day and everything else. Yep. <clears throat> Seeing how you've all kind of transitioned into kind of more forward-facing uh, more like you're doing more on camera stuff now with 2K TV, mm-hmm. um, and and seeing you know Mike Mike reluctantly is doing some of that stuff, <laughs> <And> so <laughs> you can tell he's not super hyped to do because he's like, man, I just want to go in the back and do all the stuff I just do. Mm-hmm. Um, has it has it been something where now that you are all kind of doing these things and 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 the community is even asking more for you guys to be more in in the spotlight have you guys grown more comfortable with and i'll just ask a few since you're here are you are you more comfortable with uh, kind of being in those places now and kind of having that stuff be a part of the 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 producer side of making 2k yeah i think that just comes with the role man like and me it doesn't bug me personally because or it doesn't bother me one bit because it's really only going to bother you if like say one you have like some type of stage fright which usually doesn't happen at this time but there or you're just you don't like criticism or you can't take it i have Mm. no problem saying hey yeah yeah man we're going to try to improve this is our bad or whatever and you just go on with it no and you just be as honest as you can so so as far as being comfortable yeah i mean we're super proud like i'll tell you right now we're super proud with how we finished how this game is but man there's still stuff that's got to improve right Mm-hmm. Well, there's no doubt about that, and we will improve it. We said it last year, and we did, and there'll be other things. There's still going to be chinks. There is in every game, you know? No perfect person, no perfect game. Mm-hmm. You just understand that. You move on. But, yeah, like the 2K TV stuff is great. I mean, that is something that, you know, the, to give the, the Thomases a credit, you know, like that was their vision a long time ago. Like there's literally a full-fledged TV show in a game. Right. Not the, cheap the production. Nothing. Like it's literally dude's got – you know, like D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, who, who do we have on? I mean, we've had Mello, Durant, right. mm-hmm. like legit stuff going on. You know, Rachel owns it. Right. I mean, as far as like her personality, she really wants that show to be great. She does a good mm-hmm. job. And so the Pro-Am coverage, um, gosh, I mean, where was that when we were growing up? We were starving to get anything that we could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in those OS farms since they started. Right. And I was like yep. one of the original dudes that learned how to keep you know, just pen and paper stats when certain games didn't have them. Um, bef- actually, when I went to Portland State, which is right in your guys' neck of the woods, I went right into animation to try to get into, you know, learn to get into games. Like, that was my thing. Uh, I was building HTML websites from scratch at <laughs> nice. 15. Wow. At 15. You know, that. so what I mean is, like, there's a different level of, like, you know, love and connection that's there but my point being is that i would tell my kids go be an engineer mm. with all the tools and stuff that there is now and you got all these engines guys can build stuff you, know, you can go right into like unity online and do all these other cool things and yep. build your own stuff like dude we didn't have any of that i had yeah. no idea it was like oh i'm just gonna work on 
animation because that's all I knew. And really, that wasn't my field. Learned a ton, and some of it, you know, I'm, I'm definitely applying here. But it's yeah, it's this show. I mean, you're getting a background of how the game's made, who's doing what. I mean, it's pretty cool. Right, right. I mean that that is awesome. Uh, you know, you you alluded to being in the OS forums. Um, Czar, Big Czar got his kind of got his feet wet in the OS forums. You know, it's kind of where everyone starts. Mike was Mike Wang was was big in the forums for a long time. Um, You started out as a community guy. Um, You were obviously a ball player. How Mm -hmm. how does it feel coming from the outside going and and, you know, being brought in house, going behind the curtain and seeing seeing how the magic happens and now actually making the magic happen man great question it's super fulfilling um because man to be honest i worked my ass off right. like i was like not just mm. playing like you see some dudes that want you know or want to get in the industry or something and it's because their career is over right. like i gave up a legit five right. years of basketball money to get into this industry mm. um you know, because that's how much I never thought the opportunity would ever come. When I was overseas, I built OGSports.com. dot com. Right. Uh, that had done really well. The podcasting I was kind of a little bit ahead of the ball on that. Yeah. Um, that's where you know me and Big Czar first were kind of hitting it off. Just we just I don't know. We kind of have the same blood. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. it was just you know. So we were hitting it off there, and so I was doing that the entire time I was over in you know overseas because it was really bugging me at that time of. Uh, what developers were hearing and i didn't know if there was anybody like us you know that were in there and not like you have to have a professional athlete or collegiate athlete in here but it was like man like you guys can get here people want they want to see they want what they want you know see on tv i mean you're seeing this now guys are sending us youtube clips like crazy hey did you get (laughs) d'angelo's ice in my veins or did you get his hezzy to his j like all it we're getting to that type of level so if Uh you didn't have somebody that could understand it you know, then I think we would be behind because basketball games were way behind football. Mm-hmm. I mean, you we all know that, right? right? Like the Maddens and the NFL 2Ks were way in front of lives and right. NBA 2Ks, right. way ahead of them as far as replication of their sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I don't, man, it's it's a it's crazy being here because I always, you know, I was so thankful for my time at EA. There's a lot of great people there. They they let me in the door, man. Right. Like they 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 got me in. I thought I would be there forever. Uh we had just bought a house. Like we literally bought a house and then hey, this opportunity came here and then, you know, Big Czar was coming along at that same time. It was like my wife looked at me. It was just like this is a no-brainer. Wow. Mm-hmm. We're, I, we are no, I mean, we just we finally got we traveled all over the world. We were just in I think in New Zealand. You know, and then people forget uh, a little side note is when you're playing overseas, you may have this money, but you have no credit. Right. So you don't really qualify for jack crap. Right. You know what I'm saying? So instead of paying straight cash for a car that I don't know they were going to get me on, like I'm driving this Corolla. Right. Even though I'm back in the States, you know, I'm trying to get my credit up because I have nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't buy a house. You know, because I haven't been in a job long enough, so I'm in an apartment you know, with my kids. You know, you just. There's, you know, different ways of doing yeah. things, but man, I was very appreciative of that getting here was was special, man. It was I always sent uh I always sent feelers to companies too. Mm-hmm. Um just to see what I was worth or what I was valued. Right. And mm. and I didn't hear back. Mm. I got nothing back. I give, you know, uh 
the Thomas is a lot of crap, you know, like at least especially, you know, GT when I see him, I'm <laughs> like, man, or it's been a while now, but I'm like, man, I sent you guys stuff way back. No one got back to me. Like, you guys just pushed everything under the desk. I don't know who it was, but no one got in because that was it. But I just kept kept pursuing. Right. You know, if not, just I was going to be happy doing the site. Right. You know, and mm. even with Big Czar, people forget, man. You see Smooth, you see Shakes, right. and those guys mm-hmm. do a great job, man. But they ain't holding anything to Big Czar. No. they're not he's the pine man he was on youtube when i was in college like i was telling him i was like right i knew about you before maybe you knew about how good you were like i already (laughs) knew it i already knew it man my old roommate in college could tell you about it he had the beard he had the you know the big fake beard rolling around (laughs) he had the show man it was so good man he was doing it man he he was he was seeing it he's a he's a real visionary like that man so i love that dude yeah but yeah but he you know he let off the he let off the gas pedal man and these other dudes just kept going i'm like man you need to be that was your youtube money fam right That was you man but we're all here he's where he wants to be i'm where i want to be man so everything is it's real good right now. Super dope. Awesome, awesome. All right, so now we're at the eve of the launch, right? Yep. Um, so let's think back to the launch of of the last game of uh, 2K16. Right. Is there anything that you learned during that launch that you um, want to apply to this launch? Like any like good things that you hope happen again? Any mistakes that you hope to avoid? Like you know, like is there anything that you know is like on your mind when you think about like the last launch that you were a part of? Oh, that's a great question. Jeez, man. Did you guys, you guys, man, you guys obviously were prepared. <laughs> this wasn't something, man. That's what I love, yeah. man, about you guys' show, man. Everything is just, these questions is right. Um, I think the thing is, man, it's still a challenge uh, for us and we need to do better, but I'm really happy with uh, the 2KU. You guys saw that with uh, my mm-hmm. manager, mm-hmm. the curse was putting that together, him and his team. Uh, we still need to take all this dopeness that I call and we need to surface it. Like that's mm. our thing. Surface it. So man, you guys, you guys get it already, but like just Johnny, like how can Johnny become a better pick and roll defender? Right. You know what I'm saying? How can he, other than like, man, just press X to shoot. Like I think we're beyond that. You know what I'm saying? Like press X to shoot, flick left on the, you know what right, I'm saying? And, right. and those are still, those are still needed, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm saying, but we, there's this, thing of like because we're getting it to where now you know you're when we talk to a couple you know a lot of nba teams that we talked about 27 out of the 30 this year Mm -hmm. physically talk to them um it's starting to get to where like their rookies can use it oh hey these are the plays that they're going to be running oh this is the scheme that you're probably going to see Mm -hmm. like that's the type of level so we have this conversation now now that i feel like that we're here it's when I went to Doc, or we talked with like Doc Rivers, it's like, hey man, are you guys tagging on the weak side? And, it, and a bell rings right in his head. He's like, how in the hell, you know? Oh, right. okay, you know, like there's not, he's not talking to a programmer. He's talking to somebody, you know, right. that 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 was that was playing. So we're having advanced conversation, right. and now we're getting all these components into our game. Right. And uh, yeah, that's that's. That's I'm excited about where we are going forward. But surfacing all of that to answer your question without rambling, I do a lot of it. I apologize oh, to everybody listening. But man, uh, listen, we got OG <laughs> on the show, man. People are gonna be fine. Right. Yeah, they've been, they've been asking for you to be on the show with us for a long time, so they're they're, they're nice. probably real happy yeah. right now. Nice, yeah, man. This is this is good. But that's it. Surfacing it, man. I want you guys to be able to tell me 
hey, I saw Chicago against Portland last night. You know, when they go to this side pick and roll, they're doing this. Right. Or, you know, hey, JJ likes to come off of this screen doing this. Like, these are the type of good conversations that I feel that we can have now. Right. Did you, did so, you uh, ask Doc Rivers if he knows how to clear his throat? <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> or, or is killing my man? You're just killing. Is he allergic to lozenges? Listen, I love Doc Rivers, man. I'm a Knicks fan. I love Doc. <laughs> Doc is one of my favorite dudes. Yeah, yeah. Man. Oh, Doc is so good, man. I think Doc. It's interesting to see how far Doc has come, yeah. and yeah. also just how he still it feels like he's super underrated as a coach. Yeah, I mean, you win a title, like just to win the championship in anything, right. you know, like I was, that was it. I was fortunate to get three of them in college, but it was like, I was a loser prior to that outside of high school. You know, you did some things like, but, but that sucks. Like uh, mm. my senior year, God, I hate, I sound like an egotistical jerk. I apologize, <laughs> but <laughs> I lead the state of Oregon, my senior at 28 a game, kill him. Man, we ain't winning crap. Mm. Like we won nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, we're barely winning. And I just felt like. It was like, okay, you got the fruits of that, but like winning a championship later on, scoring a little bit less and you know, having everybody, you know, individual success, you know, with team success comes, you know, individual accolades, right. obviously. And it was like, gosh, those are so much, just so, you feel so much better about those. But to be a champion in anything, and like Doc has it at the highest level, yeah. damn near won two. Yeah, you know, until my man Kobe, you know, we had to put, we had to put them out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in game seven. Yeah. He damn near he damn near won a third as a player if right. if Pat Riley had subbed out John Starks and allowed one oh, of the other man. 17 shooters on the <laughs> Knicks know. bench to play in the game I'm not oh. bitter or anything about it. I mean yeah, Hubert me Davis could have came in and lit it right, up. Man. Right. Or Rolando <laughs> that's, that's Blackman who should have. or uh, yeah, all right. Rolando was too old. Uh, We're not going to uh, get into that conversation. Oh, well, I mean, just think about think about any coach coach that you can remember is dope coach Pat right, Pop, right? You know, like the stuff that they're going into day to day that people just forget about. Like Doc Rivers, look at him mm-hmm. and look at his staff that's changed over the past yeah. four years. That's mm-hmm. true. Tyrone Lou, really these guys are getting paid. Right. They're winning titles. Right. Thibodeau, right? It's going on and on. You know, the only guys are holding on are still Lawrence Frank and Mike Woodson. Right. You know, they're just waiting. Mm-hmm. They can like, someone get me a job. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need that head coach money. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, just they got to put the staff together. They got to get, you know, then you got the GMs trying to get the money right. Right. And then, I mean, the whole agent crap is a whole nother conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what we're going to do? I'm happy you said that because that leads us right into a break. And we're going to take a quick break. Uh, We're going to come back with some more dope conversation with our man Scott OG, who's doing big things, big things, big things over at 2K. Uh, And if you have not started playing 2K17, Get up on them sticks, man. Get your life right. Get it, get it, get it figured out. Uh, we're going to be right back after this. What's up, y'all? This is Sharif Jackson, host of Gaming Looks Good, a YouTube series where we focus on diversity in video games, race, gender, and sexuality. Check out the full archive of videos at GamingLooksGood.com. I want to talk about our brand new sponsor, Fracture. What Fracture does is it takes the lost art of printing photos and it makes it fashionable again. Uh, Imagine being able to take your precious moments 
and uploading them to a website and in a few days having a borderless, all glass, vivid and sleek version, rendition of your memory that you can place in your home or in a family's home or just display on a, on a table or what have you very, very easily. And it matches any decor because, like I said, it's borderless and it's glass and it's beautiful. It's it's science. Um, Fracture is amazing. Fracture is affordable and Fracture is easy. So what you guys want to be able to do is uh, you want to use Fracture, obviously. So you want to go to FractureMe.com slash podcast. Answer the one question survey where they ask you where you heard about Fracture. And of course, you're going to say in Chicago where everything is dope. Spawn on me. And you watch the video. You can save some money and you're going to use Fracture. Fracture is amazing. Check them out. FractureMe.com slash podcast. Answer the one uh, one question survey and let them know Spawn on me sent you. Thanks. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode one. 34 of the Spawn of Me podcast. We are back with Scott OG, Scott O'Gallagher from 2K, one of the one of the gameplay producers out there, making sure that the lockdown D is locked down and making sure that you will not drop buckets on me because that's the way it needs to happen because I don't play and I'll bump you out the way with my ass. So that's the way go. that works. Round mound of rebound, hey, part that's two. What there you go. That's what I'm saying. This is why I love Scott. Scott understands me. Um, <laughs> this is Clarence Weatherspoon. That's what you are. Oh, you are, you oh are Spoon Junior. Oh Good my God! I'm go. like That's... I'm like the I'm like the baby of of Clarence Weatherspoon and Harold Miles. Right. Oh, Spoon yeah. Junior. Oh. I like Spoon for all Junior. the white dudes down there for the little lower lower top lower bottom. We're talking Dino Rogers. Right, Dino Rogers. Shout out. Shout out Dino to the Dino, Dino Raja. Oh. Wow. I haven't oh, thought about that. I thought I would never hear on this show with Dino yeah, Raja. Wow. Who's Dino Raja? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's a good thing, man. That's one of those man inside the office. Like, we'll just go. I'm just, I'm <laughs> random. Like, I'm really bad. Right. Like, like if I'm setting off a build or something, I'll just go in and I have a, my boy JC and we just name, I'll just, I'll walk by his office, not stop, and name the worst quarterback you can think of, <laughs> you know, like just Danny Werfel, right. and then he comes back with, you Brown know, and, Jim Drunkenmiller, and, and it just keeps coming, <laughs> there you go, yeah, it just, you know, however many, same thing with bad hoopers, yeah. man, you can just go on. Hey, you know what, it's, uh, hold on, hold on, ahead, yeah, uh, so here's a, here's a crazy question, this is a C, a Caesar's question, um, mm. so yeah, get ready for it. Who is the greatest American-born white ball player of the last 20 years in the NBA? So, you know, because, like, the white Europeans uh-huh. and, and Steve Nash don't count because he's not from this country. Who, which, which player that can be president is the best <laughs> white player in uh, the last 20 years? Does he just has to have played in the last twenty years? Yeah, the last twenty. Uh, yeah. So, oh. oh wait a minute. All right. Uh, since okay. since so he could have played in ninety six. Yeah, he could have played. So in So John Stockton. Yeah, there's that's a that's a no brainer. Yeah. 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 Okay. John Stockton. Right. Then you're looking at maybe Mark Price. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's Mark not Price. too many of them in the league, right. but you know, and they better be able to shoot. Right. You know. So. Yep, right. <clears throat> Right. Mark Price was a problem. People forget Mark Price, that Mark Price man, was people, a problem. Yeah, people forget that in the pick and roll, he was the one that was really got the in and out split. You know, yep. where you where dudes are split in the pick and roll. That yeah. was really that yeah. was him. I saw him play a game. I was watching ESPN Classic and I was watching him play like early game with him and, and Jordan 
uh, playing against each other or, you know, Bulls, Bulls, Cavs playing against each other. And it was the first time I heard a, a commentator talk shit about Jordan getting calls. Mm, really? Yeah. <laughs> because it was interesting because, like, it was a bad game for Mark because they were getting, mm-hmm. like, weird, crazy fouls on him for no reason. Uh, and he was doing what he usually does. He'd come off the pick or come up, come up, pull high off the circle, get a, get a, a pick and roll, maybe do a pick, a pick and pop. Mm-hmm. And he was getting fouls all the time, just like off the off the screen. There would be a lot of screen fouls, and he was the first time I saw Mark Price cuss. But you couldn't hear it. <laughs> so so it was like Mark Price, who looks like super choir boy, just yeah. cussing the cussing the ref out. It's like you motherfucker, and Jordan yeah. just getting all these calls. And it was like the first time I heard one of the, the announcers be like, "And Jordan's getting all these calls today. This would never happen." <laughs> <laughs> such and such and blah blah blah. And I was like, "Yes, yeah, no yes, I get it, I get it." Yeah. Um, I, I guess I, I guess I guess to roll into actual conversations about, <laughs> about the game. I'm gonna give my you know, we can talk about that stuff guys. forever. Is I'm gonna ask you to be a little bit braggadocious on yourself. I'm gonna give you give yeah. you your time to, to to do your American Ninja Warrior move. Oh no! Top, I like that show. The, Great show, by the way. That's a dope <laughs> show. Super dope show. What gameplay element on the defensive side would you say you are super most proud of getting into this version of the game this year? Ooh. Um, there's probably a tie between the two. The off-ball contact system or the off-ball post system is probably mm. one is in there. On the AI side, it's probably the defensive packages that we put in this year. So if you click right on the D-pad, mm-hmm. you can tell you can do it um, around a team, around just the team or the player. So uh, points of emphasis, as you know it, is no longer in there. They're now ace packages, so they're real specific things that you can do. So you can go say, when LeBron catches the ball or whatever, hey, I want to shrink the floor, mm-hmm. or I want to force him to drive, or Ooh. no threes. You can do this as a team or to that particular player wow. on the fly, oh, on that's the fly. That's really yeah, bad. so it's it's uh, that's, that's great. we're pretty pretty happy about that because then guys don't have to start you know and they can go into their options but you know they don't have to press 375 different options to get what they want you know (laughs) you can say hey i'm gonna stay at home all these different options i don't because basically i don't want to help or um we're just keep trying to give these uh our gamers our hardcore guys or any guy um as many uh just surfaces best best we can dope dope and i guess my last question before i let everybody else jump in is why do people hate broadcast cam? Broadcast cam is oh the best cam in NBA 2K history. <laughs> 2K cam is wet due to in a bag, and I don't understand how people play on 2K cam when broadcast cam is the best cam. I'm Dude. happy that you got your own cam in, which is super dope this year. I appreciate uh, cause, it. Because Mike got a cam in last game, yep. and now you got a cam in. So I, Yeah, and it wasn't even trying to be like, oh, Mike's got a cam, I'm going to do a cam. It was more or less like, you know, we're into those things, and it was okay. And we still are going to, you know, t- tweak some stuff, too, for, you know, 18 and stuff. There's this, I still feel like there's a real good – there's a balance there. And you're and with the winner's win cam, what you're speaking of in particular, mm-hmm. is you either love it or you hate it. Like, I don't think there's any other – any medium in there. Right. Like, because it's mm-hmm. pretty up close, obviously. Yep. And then there's – it's kind of in between that broadcast and 2K. Like I feel there's a mesh somewhere it's, right it's in like right in between. It's like an isometric uh, kind of mm-hmm. angle, and then uh, when you're coming across midcourt, it swings back the other way and does this like kind of really nice pan. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing I liked about it was it, the thing I don't get uh, often uh, on 2K cam, or at least it doesn't feel feel that good is the ability to kind of be up close Mm -hmm. and see the corners in a way where I don't necessarily need to see both corners all the time but when I'm panning around and coming around to the elbow I can then get that view of the the other kind of off corner and see who those people are so I can pitch it into the pitch it into the post and then hopefully they'll rotate over and I can kick it back out to the corners or I can kick it back around and maybe get a cutter to come through and then I'll, I'll dump it off um, off to the side, so I feel like that nice. su- that cam gives a good kind of initial view of that stuff. So I was happy to see that. But two K cam is still doo doo. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for thanks for the, the, the that on the that camera. That's it. It's more or less like this uh, connection, this like little approach. You feel more tied to that you know that player, and like you said, you can see you know particular things a little bit closer, but yet you don't lose out on the full pick as well. So yeah, it's definitely got some improvements to do, but I like what I've heard so far. Cool. All right. So we got some uh, some community some community questions uh, that mm. we asked uh, people that follow us on our various networks. Um, so the first question is from uh, Patrick Kessler, and he says, "Are any new jerseys coming this year? Looking for the Hornet throwbacks?" Oh, I I cannot speak on that because oh, it's only because I don't know. If I did know, I would tell you. But if it's a, I would assume that if they're not already in that they would would be in or I don't know why they wouldn't be in prior. So mm. excuse my uh non knowledge and no ignorance there. <laughs> Dodging the question by Scotty OG. That one I can't I'm right. like, God oh, damn, a jersey right. man? No. That's oh, like somebody asked, man, do we got the the three four mid high socks? Right. We need to be looking right. nice with them new Yeezys. Yeah, with, you know? I need some Van Horn. People socks. went crazy over the Yeezys. Oh, yeah. I fell back in my chair. Yeah. I'm like, oh here we go. That's what what I'm lost their minds are the, when that came Are up. the Yeezys and the Steph Curry's in the game? Right. No words. <laughs> Oh yes, the... I don't know if the curry, if the, if the yeah, I know like that we have the curries. I don't know if those the uh, white ones. I don't know if the ones that people made fun of, like the doctor off yeah. the shoes, are in there. But I'm not sure. Oh man, those man! When I saw the old lady laying down, like <laughs> help, I, and I can't get up, and she was rocking the curry, I was done. Man, I was I mean, we need the internet is undefeated. Yes, the, yeah, the, the internet is undefeated. Is un- yeah. Takes they're the definition of winners win. Yeah. Like there's just zero L's. That walk through the internet, man. Oh, you gotta be man. careful in those streets. Oh man! So <laughs> the next oh. the next question is actually a good one, and it's kind of one that I that I wanted to uh, to have you touch on anyway. Um, and it's from Jomo DM Greenidge. Um, yo, just doing the most with his name. Yes, I mean, it, we need to like yeah. maybe go right back to the drawing table. <laughs> right. with that, you know? Just if you're doing that, just use your whole name, right. fam. Yeah. Like there's no other way yeah, around yeah, it. Just let's word. just get over it and address it now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, speak on the challenge of making the game more realistic in regards to uh, Spicy Curry uh, as we talk about Steph Curry sneakers. Um, so that that was the question. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it was a statement, yes. but yes. So, so it's basically like the challenge of developing for a player that you know right. plays better than a video game, right? Uh, in terms oh, of a shooting, yeah. I don't know what I can give you guys that we haven't already said, other than right. like Curry, because we all know what Curry was doing. Right. Yeah, you know. And then we look at the analytics behind it, and then talk to some of the guys. What's crazy is we found an interesting stat when we were looking at Curry. And uh, 
because I would swear, you know, when when we were, when at least when I was playing, um, me and Big Zara talk about it all the time. It's like, man, if I'm in a shooting drill or I'm wide open, right, like right, crazy open, man, I, I could eat, come back. Like LeBron in game seven of that Spurs series right. when that dude was taking three dribbles before he shot a corner three. Right. <laughs> like that you shoot it at a really high percentage. And I'm talking like high in the 60s. And Iggy on kickouts last year was shooting 71% when he was 16 plus feet open. Right. Wow. wow. I love yeah. hearing nerdy stats right. like that though. Right? That like it was crazy. So Iggy, like you dudes were leaving him open in the finals the year prior. Right. But he was literally shooting 71% in catch and shoot situations. So it's like, yeah, okay, he's maybe a below average three-point shooter, but in this scenario, dude's knocked down. Right. And it's like, if that guy shot that in our game, can you imagine the comments in OS? <laughs> oh, my Lord. You know? Roast and they, and I, session. Oh, roast. Right. And, but the thing is, is, they don't know that stat. I don't expect them to know that stat. But now that we have it, it's like, man, a lot of these dudes are really knocked down. Like, you know, these particular um, players are archetypes. So we need to uh, be aware of that. But, yeah, you're trying to um, mimic it as much as you can. And sometimes I think it's almost a problem. Right. Because then, you know, if you start tuning around NBA percentages and I'm playing my son and yet I'm getting better shots than he's getting, then I'm necessarily not getting rewarded for all of those. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. If you guys are playing, you're generating an 80% shot, mm-hmm. then what the hell's wrong with shooting 75, 80%? Like, dude, you, you suck. Right. Yeah. It's it, you just not, you know, that's not my fault. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's funny. Um, you know, Madden had the same issue back in 0506 with with Mike Vick. You know, Mike Vick comes into the league and and he redefines the game uh in the in mm-hmm. the in the real world. And and then, you know, the the guys down in Tipperon tried to recreate him in the game as accurately as they possibly could and it broke the game competitively for everyone. Right. Yeah, with the yeah. playmaker control. Yeah, yeah you know, and, yeah. and and I mean, yeah. he just couldn't, he was unstoppable. So, you know, and it was one of the first games, uh, one of the first Madden games that was actually online. And, you know, and you see people yeah. play, yep. you know, every every third person was picking the Falcons. And you just, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as you saw the Falcons come up, you just turn the game off. You just leave the lobby. And, the, you know, the same thing was happening last year with, with 2K uh, mm-hmm. when, when, you know, people were picking the Warriors. I guess that that kind of speaks to that, right? Of just like how hard is it? I guess what, I guess the question that leads to that is like, what is currently the hardest thing that you see happen in real life ball to try to translate to 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 two K in that way? What's because what, you see they have these weird anomalies and you have the stats to back up the stuff of like, hey, Iggy, Iggy's hitting these these shots from the corner at this percentage, and it mm-hmm. should be if we're playing a sim game. We should be putting those into account. Mm-hmm. What's the hardest thing to translate for you guys when you're in the office to say, well, this particular intangible, this particular thing is super hard to, to come across uh, and get, get across At the least player. shooting, it's in a box. So you have contested, uncontested, wide open, and all these different things of, you know, shooting off the dribble, et cetera. But you can at least limit those and you know, you know, those, tan- those you can identify those. The hardest thing, I think, and it's not because I'm working on it, but defense is reactionary. Mm. Yeah, from a schematic point of view so like these offenses are getting spread but yet really sophisticated so uh, you know there's multiple plays that go from like a one two two to a direct handoff to a down screen to a you see what i'm saying right. and it's like mm-hmm. you're putting in all of these 
little rules for these specific plays or formations, but yet you may break two or three other things. Right, right. There's going to be a new set that somebody else comes with, and then you're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. The next thing you know, I, I see a YouTube video of, man, this play on the weak side, This is I can score every time. And you're like, dude, you just kind of put your head down like, damn it. Right. You know, mm. we, 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 it's re- that stuff is really hard because especially what Big Czar is doing, I mean, that's tough as, as well. But he can go out and say, hey, this is 5 on 0. This is a handoff. I'm going to run this, blah, blah, blah. Like, I have to react to that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he could put all this dopeness, double screens. Like, just getting a guy through a screen is not easy. Mm-hmm. You have right. to get the other guy who to help to give you enough room to make sure he's on top of the screen. And all the, because you're talking numbers, right? You got to make the numbers talk. Right. It's not like I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, yelling in like my iPhone when I'm telling it to text message <laughs> right. somebody. You know, this is going to make it happen. Say, hey, uh, we going to have some, you know, I'm hungry. What's for dinner? Right. You know, and then it just, te- you know, send. You know, it's definitely not, it doesn't work like that. And then trying to explain that, look, I work with a dope engineer. You know, I was an athlete himself, so he can understand the lingo and what I'm trying to do. Right. That, mm-hmm. for me, there's no question that's the hardest thing because we're still not all the way there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different wrinkles, and and the more that we get in depth with these different mechanics, like we allow you to switch side of a screen, and it's like, oh man, then you got to add, you know, to make sure for game balancing standpoint that the counter is there and that, you know, everything is all the checks and balances are done correctly. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, so two more two more questions from the community. Uh, this one's yep. from uh, at Brothian NY. Uh, off of Twitter, shout out yes, to you. Definitely know him. Um, he says, uh, "Will coaches' defensive grades change throughout the year, or will they remain static with no change?" I believe they should change them. That's more of a roster questions, right. but I believe that they are going to change. Okay. Yes, because they are getting. I think he's uh, re- um, referring to the boosts that uh, right. guys are getting with the awareness. Um, so we wanted to make sure that guys who played for better defensive coaches. Um, you know, saw the fruits of, of that. Right. Um, you know, individual defenders will still succeed in other teams, but it's something to think about as a my career guy, you know, that opens you up for a lot of different things, right. you know, maybe helps you with steals and off ball steals and um, all that kind of stuff. Right. Last question from the community comes from our brother from Game Attack Radio, Pete Toledo, the yak. <laughs> uh, he says, yo, what's up? Why no Craig Sager? And <laughs> can they include microtransactions to buy him more crazy suits throughout the year? <laughs> oh man, come on! We can't be doing my man Sags like that. No. Sags, uh, Sags. Yeah. I think Jordan just created a shoe, the Sager Special Edition That's Jordan. Did he really? Yeah. That's awesome! Oh, How many that. colors are it? Awesome. Is it? Uh, they're not. There's yeah. It's like his suits. Like they're all over oh, the place. Man. Like there's multiple. Yeah. Yo, I would shout out to Sags, man. Yeah. yeah, shout out Sags was in an early 2K yeah. game. I can't remember if it was four or five, but people forget. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, man. Yep. yep. Listen, his his suits. He is the blackest white dude ever, man. He his his <laughs> joints was always like I would always expect him to be wearing gaiters when I look at his suits, man. And oh, and, man. and the and the suits and the suits would match the gaiters would match the suits. He's uh people forget how, people forget how Phil was with him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. You ever go on? You can go on YouTube yeah. right now and look at Phil Jackson, Craig Sager. It just like he would it's not murder. you know being an asshole like Pop, but man, he was just like killing right. him with just <laughs> murder. I got to keep you away from my bench. Right. You know that's why we're shooting so bad. You know like stuff like that. Uh, oh, shout out! Shout out to the Northwestern Wildcats. 
of which Craig Sager is an alum. So, uh, nice. yeah, oh wow, there you go, go stat of the day. Words, stat of yeah. the day. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, job. Um, uh, what, so we have a uh, one one other uh, trivia question for you, and and that is, who now has the most covers in NBA Two K history? Who now? Who now has it? Because how is it not Iverson? So so uh, now with Kobe being on uh, his third, are they tied? Should be a second. This is a second. It was twenty two K ten, and two K two K ten, and now right. Okay, okay. Because two K eleven, you've got Mike. Two K twelve, you've got the Legends. Two K thirteen, you've got uh, Blake Griffin, D Rose, Durant. Fourteen, LeBron. Fifteen, KD. 16 the multiple athletes yeah there you go and this code this is i don't know this is paul george's year man yeah. i know i know it feels like paul i mean george, i know paul kobe is, is like getting on, enough burn on the on the uh more expensive edition but this is paul george's year hey you, you know, know pg pg is pg is dope um, it was it was awesome. Oh, gonna hit him with that hate, right? Here, I'm waiting. No, for no, no, yeah, no, yeah, man. Yeah. There's no there's no PG hate. There's no PG hate. But okay. I mean, but it's right. it's you know it's all about the Mamba. Mamba out, man. You know, it is really about the Mamba. Yeah, Mamba. I say, Paul George. I'm sorry, but yeah. it's about the Mamba. Yeah, Mamba. You know, Mamba's <laughs> out. And listen, if if anybody doubted the greatness that was Mamba, um, just his last game was the swag yeah. with which. He he, he put yeah. he put out in his last game, and the swag with which he big timed us in the parking lot of the Road <laughs> to the Finals Championship. Like I mean, it's it's all about the Mamba. Look, I, I'm just uh, hoping, I'm, I'm interested to hear that story. Right, so, so uh, we're, yeah, sorry, so Sharif. Sorry, sorry. Go right ahead, man. I cut you off. Man. I want to hear. We're, so we're we're outside. We're outside in the parking lot shooting some B-roll, getting ready for uh, the Road to the Finals. Uh, championship and uh and kobe's kobe's uh limo pulls up and everyone comes over you know all your guys come out and and greet them and the handlers come out and while we're sitting there we're like oh shit there goes kobe that's kobe that's kobe right and so we're sitting there like yo kobe 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 and kyle goes yo kobe and kobe looks at us he's like i don't know these cats chucks the deuces and keeps it moving <laughs> oh, at least you got the deuces. Yeah, we got you know, it. Yeah, we head down. The you know, he, he acknowledged. Yes, that's true. You know? I, did, I, did, I did. We did get the like dope, and it was funny because <laughs> when Kobe gives you the brush off, right. you can't you can't feel too yeah. bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like my Lupe Fiasco this. Right, right. that's oh, true. But, right. but it was. But it was. It had way more swag to it right. and he did it in Kobe-esque right. style and fashion yeah. so it was cool I, w- I want that to be a challenge in the next 2k game that you do is like get Kobe to come by and say hello like wow. <laughs> that would be the end of the challenge mm-hmm. <laughs> Kobe look, come by and shake my hand look, I, I just hope that the uh, NBA 2k uh, music features some Kobe rap uh, <laughs> like, uh, Thug Poet. Did that have Tyra Banks uh, on it too? Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I <laughs> want <laughs> KOB. Yeah, it was bad from the start. It was bad from the start. That's right. He actually used the Eighth Wonder beat. And, uh, oh my god! Oh, wow. 
rap with Tyra Banks. So uh, I'm, I'm going to need that. Scott with the Tyra Banks knowledge. I'm going to I'm saying I'm, I'm going to also need some DLC with that like uh, all white outfit that uh, Kobe <laughs> wore on that magazine cover. <laughs> with, like, the, with the space shoes. Yeah, yeah the worst looking. Oh, oh my god <laughs> this is what needs to happen can, can we say this though wouldn't it be amazing and it's not gonna happen because the, you know Shaq already went into the hall of fame <laughs> but wouldn't it have been so dope if kobe and Shaq went at the same time and then they did a little rap off oh my gosh at at the hall of fame oh. that would have been the best thing ever Shout Shaq's, out to AI actually, too. Yeah, Shaq's actually got some bars you know yeah like, yeah Shaq, Shaq, Kobe, Shaq does kobe. have some bars yeah you know, he needed that that corny, that L-O-V-E girl in the background singing that. I mean, it was so, it was like, oh, man, I was such a Kobe fan. I was just, my, my ears just started hurting. I was like, no, no, no. Don't do it, it Kobe. Don't do it. Yo, oh my he, gosh. Shout out to Kobe. Kobe, Kobe, was, so, yeah, Kobe so, was so whack on the mic that Metal World Peace wouldn't even bring him into the studio. And he was bringing everybody oh. into <laughs> It wasn't oh, Champion. That was on 2K11, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I, saw, yeah. I saw Kobe. I did. I did see Kobe when he played at the Rucker that one year, mm-hmm. oh. and that was that was an amazing time. Like, I'm so. Oh man, my I'm I, good friends with. Uh, you guys know Corey Homicide yes, Williams. Yes. That's over there, Rucker Park legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the MVP when I was in Australia, and he was like, "Oh gee, you gotta play." He ended up taking a job like somewhere in the Middle East, long story short. But I was supposed to go there 2011 to play at the Ooh. EBC. Mm. And that is one experience. And, you know, I always wanted to do like just one game. Mm. And that was all set up. I was ready to fly to New York. And then, yeah, but I remember that. Remember? Yeah, because I remember watching NBA 2K TV when Kobe showed up there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Brandon was a Mouton from Texas. Yeah. Was trying to guard him. And Kobe <laughs> put it on his back and then did the up and under. <laughs> yep. Yeah man. Oh man. I played I, I can't pl- believe you were there for that. I played at the Rucker. I I did. I did. Is this- no one was I, there. I did play I played I played at Rucker Park. I played Scully's like on Thursday. I played Scully's two in the morning. <laughs> I played Scully's at, at, at Rucker Park. Okay. <laughs> so if oh so that's God. so so Skelzies or Scully's is the most New York of all New York games. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. Um, Bricago, look it up. You can you can Google Scully's or Skelzies, and then you can see what this game is. Oh yeah, God. and then right after that, then you have to go look up Silo. Uh, yeah, right. Oh, word, word. I didn't play. I didn't. I did not play Silo at Rucker Park, but I did. I had did play. Uh, pay plenty of rents via via Silo. You know what Rucker Park? Oh my God! Ruck, really quick before we go into the last bit of news, Ruck, Rucker Park ruined dunking for me. Yeah, and this is why, because I had oh, I had never really been to an NBA game. I'd never really done any of that because I was just I was broken, didn't have money to go go see that stuff. At least, you know, when you're up at the top of the the stadium in in the in the garden, everyone is small, so you don't really get to see the size of people. So going to Rucker, you you're able to see NBA players up close, and you're like, wow, that dude is super tall. Like I knew you were tall, but you're like amazingly tall. And I saw Baron. It was the year Baron Davis. And Sean Marion went to Rucker. Oh boy! And Sean Marion, in his heyday, had the bunnies of all bunnies. Like his hops were unreasonable, and he made it look so easy that it ruined dunking for me because I was like, (laughs) 
All of you should be dunking. Right. I am 5'11". <laughs> well, right. All of you should be dunking. If you're yeah, not you dunking, remember, you're garbage. They called be Baron Davis too easy. That was the nickname yeah. he left when he left there. He yeah. was he was catching lobs. Yeah. He was doing. Oh, my God. Yeah. In pregame, he was catching stuff that was like at the box with ease. And that was the thing that ruined it. I was like, you did that with ease. Yeah. That's unreasonable. I mean, but then it kind and of he puts did two ACL tears. Right, too. right, right, right. With, the, right. with ease. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then it, then it throws into like, because then it throws everybody else's size into into kind of comparison, and it's like when you see Dwight Howard dunking on somebody, they're all at that same size. So like you know, you're dunking on someone else who's also that big, but like his stuff in the dunk contest is kind of amazing when you think about it. And then you think about Nate. Yeah. Well, when he made his actual dunk, as opposed to the first thirty five times I tried. <laughs> You think about those size comparisons, oh. and it throws everything off in in yeah. that way of like seeing how real NBA players are just monsters of you humanity. For, you forget that you know that Nate's up there near you, yeah. up in the the Northwest area. That's right. I've been trying to get like, him to get on the court, man, but he's fronting on me. So Nate is the uh, most dunk contest championships yep. out of anyone. Exactly. He is the <laughs> dunk, which is insane. Yeah, the dunk king, king man. He has three. Yep. He got three of them. Yep. More than, more than anybody. More than anybody. What we have right. more than anybody is uh, some dope Kirby. news, right? Yes. Dope oh, news. That was a, not a good segue, see? But you know what? <laughs> I will roll with it. I will roll with it. Uh, that was actually pretty terrible. That was, that was like a third or fourth dunk. Right. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That was, that, was, that was like Nate Robinson's 22nd dunk. Right. <laughs> I'm so glad that they put that time that uh, time limit back in there. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I, I think the the only dunk contest that was worse was that one where like they had to spin like that wheel, like that oh, wheel of yeah. fortune to yes. like oh, to like right. recreate yes. the the um, Old older dunks. dunks. Yeah, that that was bad. Um, all right, so 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 we have a, a few news stories here. Um, one one I think is. Uh, Particularly good since 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 we have Scotty OG on the show. Um, so there was so there was an article in PC Gamer, um, and the title of it was "Older Players Less Interested in Competitive Games," um, and uh, it was a uh, study that uh, recently came out this week, um, and it it compares uh, gamers by um, age and by gender. And uh, and they basically define competitive games as like competitive, like a multiplayer mode. So like they don't count like you know like speed runs or like all that kind of stuff. Um, and they expected to see you know like men to be more more into like competitive games and like all that stuff. But what they really found was that it's like really like a big drop between thirteen and thirty five. Um, obviously a lot of that has to do, um, in my mind with, you know, actually getting jobs and becoming part of the world and, and just not having, well, not only not having the time to dedicate to the, you know, the, um, hours it takes to be a really successful competitive gamer, but like also like your reflexes go, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And like, I'm reminded that every time I try to, uh, play like a, uh, online shooter or something like that you know um like uh my uh, reflexes are just kind of kind of like done you know um so like i thought that what was interesting about this story was that the 
the uh, decline for uh, women and men was like about the same, even though like the men's overall score was a little bit higher. Um, so yeah, is 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 this kind of like what you guys expected? Are you still into like really competitive games? And do you think that your reflexes have uh, you know slowed down a bit as you progress the age terrain? Uh, I'll start with C. What's up? Um, yeah, uh, let's see. So I guess, you know, I do play competitive games, but I don't play the competitive games that are the typical competitive games. You know, like I don't play the Call of Duties and and those types of games, um, that people typically think of as being competitive at a competitive level anymore because my reflexes are slower. I just don't have the time to dedicate to them. And a lot of the things, you know, uh, you know, some of the things that people are saying in the comments of, of the story, which is the, the toxicity of playing those games randomly with, you know, randoms online is, uh, is, you know, it just, it just kind of kills the buzz um, of the fun. But, I, you know, but I still love, the sports video games, you know, and I still love playing those with my friends. I'm not j- necessarily jumping online, uh, but when a game does have the ability to be a part of a team online, I'm still doing that. So I'm definitely playing the pro ams and, and going to the blacktops on, uh, on 2k or, uh, EASHL and, and hockey. Um, so, you know, I'm definitely enjoying that kind of stuff. Okay, I'm kind of curious to see what what you think on that end, Scott, because I know that competitiveness is a part of kind of the ethos of of the game that you're making or have made. And I know that um, inside 2K offices, you know, we see Ronnie and T- and uh, Chris go at it all the time. Yeah. Uh, how how is the competitive juices kind of in the studio when it comes to stuff like this? Is it still as high as it used to be? Yeah, I mean, I would say so. Um, absolutely. Um, I, it's crazy. I haven't read that article. I can't say I disagree because you figure there's the there's the age difference, the age gap. Um, along with that comes the attention span. So you're seeing a lot of stuff like, um, I feel like that's a huge reason outside of just how dope that mode is. The park guys can get in and out and play three, four games and be done. You know, I can hop on Call of Duty. I can get in and I'm done. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like there's that. Um the Pro-Am is really, I'm really passionate about the Pro-Am because I feel like that is where we're going. As you saw with the tournament, now it's five guys. We have these, we're not on that dial-up internet. You know, guys are really, you know, have a connection to their right. fellows now, their team. Um, the Pro-Am this year, not to give it a plug, is going to be, you know, is bigger than ever. Um, so, and then how well it did last year just us putting it together but i played in a triple overtime game that we won and we hit two buzzer beaters at the end of the regulation and the first oh, overtime that's so amazing wow. i didn't hit any of them but um the 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 feeling i got from there i was like yo i went in the office i was like that was the greatest 2k game i've ever played yeah. <laughs> like there's no question about it we ran the old valparaiso throw it to half court then have the guy in the backcourt, run to the three, catch and shoot. We did it with like two seconds. I was like, oh my goodness. It was a good competitive game, and that's really where it's going. I don't play all the other ones, though. Like I uh, dipped in a little bit with the Dotas and 
um, stuff like that. Still play Madden online pretty competitively, but that's still an old school game, right. I would say, with that competitive scene, I should say. Um, I know there's a lot of good guys that play that, but I mean more or less that there's AI players as opposed to, hey, there's only you know 10 guys on the floor and everybody's controlling somebody. Right. Kyle, what's, 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 what's your thoughts on it, man? It's interesting. Like, my, my main competitive stuff that I've been playing of late is, like, Paragon and mm. um, uh, MLB, the show, and 2K. Um, it's interesting how it changes per game and per um, kind of grouping that I'm with. Uh, you know, sports games, it's interesting enough. I'm super competitive, but those games have lost me because I can't control other people's actions. Like I want them to play as Sim as I want to play. And I haven't joined a league yet that, that lets me do that. I should be doing that on, on OS and, and sports gamers online, just finding people there. Cause I know I'll get those kinds of experiences in those places. Mm. But as soon as I see someone do some nonsense and I'm just like, really, you going to do that today? I don't like I don't have time or patience to do it. So I'm just like I have I have to find like like minded gamers first. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's a hard thing to do. Um, and I'm sure that you guys have have figured out ways or at least have you've implemented, you know, things within the game to kind of match make people in the best ways that you possibly can. Yeah. But as soon as I see somebody roll up and just pull some nonsensical I'm just going to roll up, grab a three from the corner every time I roll through. I'm like, that's a waste of my time. Like, I can yeah. play you, but it doesn't feel fun. No. and, and that like, was, Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. Go keep ahead. going. No, I was saying it's funny you say that because I don't know if it's an older audience thing, but when we first talked about Ace, it was more than just a feature. We wanted mm. So if you play the CPU, like there's an experience here. That's why we don't go with, we go with more like the Apple theory theme when it comes to that. We're going, we don't need to say new defensive and then give you some time. Right. No, it's Ace 2.0, <laughs> it's 3.0, it's 10.0. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, there's this whole fulfillment and whole different world that you live in. So when you go and play your game tonight, when you play Portland, or if you play as Portland or whatever, your experience in LA to Philly is more than just the players. Well, really, mm-hmm. that's all it was before, right. outside of the dopeness that Benish and his team have done with all the other things in my league, my GM. You know, it was like now the AI just had to keep up. But that's mm-hmm. what it was. Dude, I'm scoring 25 a game, you know, where there's like the Warriors will let you get 40. No one else gets off. You right. know, the AI is going to, you know, the Warriors and offense are really aggressive as they will be. But that's it. It's an experience. Our whole motto has always been and it's never going to change. I don't think in that way you are wrapped up in this experience, not this back of the box name. It's basketball, right, right. you know, and what you see is what you get. And it's this one-to-one uh, feeling. So that's funny that you say that, but that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to do is give you that. So you don't feel like you have to go online to do mm-hmm. that. You have it all right here. Yeah. Just that's where, that's where I've wound up kind of landing too, is like, I will play mostly offline because I get that experience now. Yep. Like Ace Ace has, has given me the ability to not think about, is this person going to do this random thing that's going to pull me out of that whole experience? Mm. And once it hits, even if, even if I have to tweak a little bit here and there on the sliders to kind of get things where I want it, I still out of the box usually will have a great experience because I play my Knicks and I'm like, all right, so we're going to lose yeah. by 30, but <laughs> I'm going to be able to kind of replicate most of the stuff that I see mm-hmm. when I when I turn on uh, NBA TV or whatever it is. Right. 
So, totally. yep, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, um, w- w- one more question on uh, this one though. Um, so, um, Scott, when like you're looking at the community and stuff, are you seeing like a variety of ages? Um, that sort of dominates sort of like the, uh, you know, like the online gamer space and the, and the conversation, does it tend to be like, uh, younger, older, or is it kind of like all over the place? Damn, that's a great question, man. Yeah. Godly. Uh, it is, it's something like I know, but I haven't thought about That's why I was saying it's a really good question. And it's, it's, I want to say yes and no, as far as like, it's the older and younger and the fact that. There's, when I go into OS in particular, there's there's the old heads that you know that are in right. there. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you there's the trustees that you can go to, and you're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, he's right, blah, blah, blah. And then there's a, a bunch of noobs that go in there as well. You know, there's a lot more. <laughs> I give Steve crap all the time. I'm like, man, just charge a dollar to get in your form. Right. Yeah. You know, just at least show some commitment. <laughs> You know, because that free 99 is killing me right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, dudes are in there, and they'll just... It's almost like to where you could start seeing dudes, because I love OS. I'm on there every day. But dudes are creating multiple accounts to try to, like, trick a dev to get somebody. <laughs> like, he didn't get his question about the Yeezys within a gameplay thing, so he's going to ask in a different way, did you get the laces right or something crazy? Um, but the old heads, yeah, you'll see that. And then, like, the newer ones, you can... You can kind of tell, I guess, here and there. But, yeah, it's it's a real – it is a mix. Uh, to answer your question, again, I'm rambling. It's all over the place. It is. It's uh, Certain guys will say, hey, you know, these offense, these guys are not taking these type of shots or the help is too soon or it's too late. Um, but you have to really – you know, you go back to the guys that you trust. Mm-hmm. I guess bouncing really quick off the demographics question, do you know if any – or if or how many women are playing 2K? I think there's I think it's growing actually, man. I'm seeing quite a bit on Twitter as well, you know, that are that are in them streets. Um I'm seeing <laughs> some streamers that are going in there. Um yeah, absolutely. It's it's growing. I have no idea of the number though. I okay. I'm definitely not that guy, but I definitely know. I'm seeing a lot of uh um like the the Twitch live YouTube thing is is really big. Mm. So um yeah, and the my team obviously. Cool. Um, so uh, the last story that we have, our uh, second and last story, was on Polygon um, by our good friend Ben Ben Kushera, and the title of it is "The Complaints That Make You Want to Buy a Game." Um, and this is a great story because it basically talks about how you you, you know like uh, g- game reviews kind of nowadays tend to be very snarky and very like you know like like i'm gonna pick this game apart and i'm gonna point out sort of like the annoying things and the bad things about it even if i enjoy it um and you know the point of his article was that he tends to find out a lot of games that he would like based on what other people don't like so for example if if like somebody's like, man, this is a great game, but it's only five hours. I might be like, that's perfect. I need a short game. Right. <laughs> I'm working all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or like this is a game where like I just felt like I could zone out and like it didn't really do anything to, you know, to to like really make me kind of like really concentrate on it. Somebody might want a game after hard day at work to just get home and just zone out to. You know, so like it kind of talks about you know how like you know how like how how you can find games based on reviews that might not necessarily be great um so i wanted to throw out if like uh, you guys had found any games 
um, ever uh, ever found out about any games that way? Like, are there games that like other people are like complaining about a lot that like you tend to gravitate to? Um, mm. So I'll start with Kai this time, and don't say I the know. order. Oh, yo, the order was dope. <laughs> <laughs> Front on the order, super hard. Um, you know what the funny thing is? It's kind of you know you have your your gaming circles, the people that you've been playing with forever. I was you know I had my crew from back in Xbox you know one days when everything was kind of starting off and getting ready and and playing with those folks. And it's been funny to see the consensus on certain types of games and the people who like them versus the people who hate them. And usually the folks who hate on specific kinds of games that I like, as soon as they say they don't like it, I'm like, that game is probably better than they than they expect. Mm-hmm. So it's like knowing, you know, like Pat, like Pat Kessler, you know, as, as a cat that I know in real life. So it's like I know that he will randomly come up with some junk that's like, yo. This game is doo doo, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go. I might have to check that game. <laughs> I love you, Pat, but you, but you, you make no sense about ninety percent of the games you talk about. But it's, <laughs> but it's like I know those people have those kinds of opinions, so I will check stuff out. Plus, I'm I have more of an eclectic taste when it comes to games. Now, I, I like a lot of different things and about a lot of different games, so it changes up a lot. Um, see, yeah, uh, you know. I think kind of like what Reef was saying that, you know, shorter games, my my taste and kind of piggybacking off of uh, the the first news story where, you know, my my uh, my reflexes are a little bit slower. I'm drinking more bourbon every day, Um, (laughs) you you know, so so, you know, I like I I want I want different things out of my games. And and, uh, a lot of times those games that appeal to the broiest of bros um, aren't the types of games that I really want to spend my time with. And I think that as the medium itself grows, uh, you're going to, you're going to wind up with a lot of eclectic games and, and games that, that approach uh, different, different uh, thought processes and different narrative points from, from completely different angles. Um, you're going to start seeing more David Cages and that and that's going to lead to a lot of people not liking a, a particular game or complaining that it's just too weird. And me saying, oh, all right, you know, that's right up my alley. Scott, what do you think? It's funny because uh, C was talking about it earlier when he mentioned game of the year. Yeah. And that like that kind of, you know, turned the light on in my head. And it was like when I was outside and I wasn't in you know, now behind this curtain. I always had a different consideration like of that. It was like, okay, because like I'm playing, um, like I'm playing, trying to finish The Witcher right, right now. Sure. You know, um, there's there's a bunch of the, those little games that I have, I have not played. But it's like you play those, it's amazing. It's like a movie, you're doing all that thing and it's going to get blah, blah, blah. This is, then they're always like, this is game of the year. Right. And then you mentioned sports game. And I remember telling Big Czar, I was like, man, selfishly, like I want it. Like I want it all. Right. Like I don't mm-hmm. care. Like I, you know what I'm saying. But and the reason I say that is because the dudes on our team are are, are so sick. You know, just of all the stuff that's in it. Again, going back to how big the game right. is. But guys are playing the game literally right now until we ship tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, where does that come into the discussion? Right. right, right. You see what I'm saying? Like we, like you said, they never get mentioned. Right. It's like, well, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, you're playing this game the longest and you're enjoying it every damn day you play exactly. it. 
guys are in park trying to get legend five right. <laughs> and then you know it's speaking just in this article it's not necessarily like a review will tell me to get something or not to get something because guys are changing you look at a great site like ign right, right? Mm. like they used to have their own sports division right. Like oh, their yeah. own sports division, you know what I'm saying? And now, you know, they hire freelance writers, and sometimes maybe that's a good thing. I don't know, but that's all I remember was like their own division. Now it's more or less you hear things like uh, I think it was like Batman is like that was an outstanding game, but guys were saying don't buy it on PC, right? Right. You know, because maybe the hiccups to the port or whatever was going on there. Um, but there's other games that it has, you know, Metal Gear Solid, obviously. You know, right. things like that. Okay, all right, man, they're saying this type of stuff. I got to play right. it. You know, mm. like it's not even real. It's some things I want to do, but I, yeah, I'll play it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much where it's at now. But the review stuff is a, is a touchy, touchy topic, man, because <laughs> there's the whole Metacritic right. theory and that. And it's like, well, how much do you value that? And it's like, well, the one guy that gave us a 90 he's no longer writing it. Right. So then you have a new guy that comes in and he's got his own standards. Right. And I don't say this as now that I'm here, I was saying it then when I was hooping, right. I was like, Oh yeah. How in the hell you give that an 84. But yet last year we had an 86. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, like you're going to tell me this didn't improve. Right. Like, where are we at right. here? Right. Uh, the big question I ask is like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? This is, this is so man, I'm like 50, 50 on that, man. It doesn't really sway me one way or another, but yet I don't get two up or two down either. There you go. Good job. OG is even Steven. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, and and for uh, me, definitely the too short thing, my ears kind of perk up because I'm like, hey, I I like a good, intense, short experience. Also, and and this happened, even, even though games like The Witcher 3 were reviewed very, very well, one thing that people tended to complain about, which I kind of liked, was that, you know, like the side stories are so engrossing that they distract you from doing the actual main mission. But usually when yeah. I play these open world games, I do the side quests. Like most times I don't even care if I if I progress on the actual story. Mm. Like if I'm playing like GTA or Witcher or like the recent like Deus Ex game and stuff, right. like the side stories have been like the clear like 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 the clear winner to me and like where mm. i've enjoyed the most for a game so like whenever i hear that um comment about a game i'm always like hmm might be interesting mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's like what is the standard you know what i'm saying like okay like uh, and i'm just speaking for us and i'm only speaking for me right now um like last year guys you know you either loved it or you hate it with the spike lee right. stuff right you know maybe if you know what maybe you didn't relate to um you know his whole story right. you know what i'm saying and you were on that but yet your traditional my career started after that right right you know but mm. it was getting knocked you know because i'm not freak mm-hmm. you know and blah 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 and my thing was okay even if you don't like it and uh, if even if you do if you don't like it sorry that what else is everybody doing in comparison? Exactly, exactly right. Mm, exactly. Right. Are you are you comparing it to GTA? Right. Okay, if so, then why isn't it in whatever? That's the kind of questions I would be asking. Right. Playing devil's advocate, right. being a reviewer and not a dev mm-hmm. is like, what is the standard then? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. you measure it on sports games. Okay, then if so, then I would think that you either give it its praise or whatever. I didn't like it, but hey, they're doing right. this. Right. No one else is even doing mm-hmm. this or. 
I'm comparing it to The Witcher. I'm comparing it to all games, and that's my scale. That's what I feel like we don't know. Mm-hmm. Look at that, man. Locking down reasonableness. Yeah. In a, in a, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's true, right? It's like we see that people have unrealistic expectations sometimes about what the medium is trying to do and are mm. afraid. I think, honestly, it's not even sometimes hating. I think they are afraid to give people props when they just deserve them. And I think, you know, we want the medium to move forward. And sometimes people just don't want to do that because they're too busy. Just like, nah, that wasn't what I expected it to be. Right. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm Latino and my dude, I just saw it on Ronnie's feed the other day. It was like, this dude's like, I'm a white dude. Why do I have a black dude voice in my voice? So I was like, you know, mm-hmm. I get it. I understand, but yeah. you know, look, welcome, look at welcome where to this our is going and see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you said that? In every other game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, well, especially yeah. a sports game, right? Where you have anywhere, you know, they say, oh, you got 12 months. You don't even got anywhere near close right. to that. I mean, we all know right. that, I think, now with the information that we've been getting. It's like, man, this was done in a year. Right. Not even. Right. You know, way less, seven, six, seven months, yeah. you know, with Spike coming in. And those guys over there did an amazing yeah. job. and. That's it. As long as, like, me personally, as long as these questions are just answered, I have no problem with that. You want to give it whatever? Okay. Mm. You know, that's fine with me. You know, but if long, I don't expect there to be whole bios on every reviewer of, like, this is what I expect <laughs> I give. You know what I'm saying? Just with, like, right. these questions. Because everything else, it just sometimes, and we've been reviewed very well, fortunately, you know, but it's just for other games. It's like, man, you're killing this, whether it's, like, a you know, MLB The Show or whatever. You just, you know, I check them all out. You know, yep. so I'm even mad. And I think there's some stuff, some of those guys over there, they're still getting hit for what happened in like 06. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sports you know what I'm saying? There's, there's still some things in there that people, you know, there's still expectations that they probably want to get to as a team and stuff. And like I said, I have some friends over there, but the same things will come up and you'll be like, oh, okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Sports, sports fans are, the, they have the longest memories, man. You know it as a sports fan, just in non-video right. game terms. Right. Exactly. Sports fans. Forever, forever. Right. We were just talking yeah. about John Starks in Game Seven. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Twenty Mike, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Or <laughs> Mike Martz. You know? yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. Or that. Or like features. Right. Yeah. You know, whether it was like how many times Iverson's been on a cover, right. or if it's Mike Vick in this 2004. Right. You know, Madden. Right. You know, it's yeah. We do. We do. And it's yeah. you know that one community, you know, one whole community here is pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so before we get up out of here, Scott, if there's anything that you want to share with the folks in Chicago who will be picking up the game tonight, uh, who will be downloading everything, getting it running and, and going out in the court, what would you want to say to those folks? Man, have fun. Enjoy it. Um, we're proud of it. There's a lot of feedback that we definitely want to hear. So if you're in those streets, you know, those ones in particular or hey, on Twitter or whatever, man, just throw them our way. Is that it's at the end of the day, man, it's just making the best game possible. It's that same good old cliche. I couldn't even get you anything cool. As soon as I said that, every one of you just rolled your eyes like, damn, another dev came on and gave us that. Come on, OG. I get it. You know, but it is. It's like, man, there, you know, we're just we have plans, but you know, at the end of the day, we gotta know our audience, and I feel like we do a pretty good job of that. So that's what we'll continue to strive to do, because we got a great gameplay team. Um, that's committed to doing that. Word. See, I know we're about to get up out of here. Can you give people the social media business? I can, um, but before I do, I will say to Scott, uh, why don't you give the people the NBA 2K social media business, your own, um, you know, let people know where they can find you guys on the Twitters and, and all the great social media places where they can give the feedback that 
uh, well, if you have any problems, you first can hit me up at at Ronnie Two K <laughs> and uh, <laughs> or at LD Two K. If you have any issues, <laughs> your biggest concerns, please send them that way. Yeah. No, man, just first and last name at Scott O'Gallagher, and that's right. it, man. Okay. That's uh, yeah, NBA Two K handle. You guys know. Right. I mean, that that's there's quite a bit going on there, right so. Word up. So so our social media business is as follows. Uh, You want to find us on Twitter, you go to at Spawn on Me and read our bio and everybody else's info is in there. You can follow us all individually. We will follow you back if you are dope. If you're in Chicago, of course you are. Uh, So if you want to listen to the show, you can go to iTunes or uh, NPR One or Google Play or use your favorite podcatcher to catch our show. If you are in a place where they do accept reviews and ratings, please do so. Please rate and review us. It really, really helps uh, let people know about us. Uh, Send us information that you want to ask us like people already did via the Twitters. Uh, like you can or via email at spawn on me podcast at gmail.com. And then uh, after you're done doing all of that stuff, help us keep the lights on in Bricago by going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash spawn on me. Uh, donate as much as little as a dollar uh, one month to help us out. It is awesome. So thank you. Oh, and uh, uh, check us out on spawn on dot me. That is our homepage. <laughs> We're awesome there too. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, before we let you go, Scott, thank you again for rocking with us, man. We, I, I know, on my personal uh, like top dope people who I want to get on the show, you are very, 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 very high up there, and it's super thank you, sir. Thank dope you, to man. have you finally come through and rock with us on the show. Um, again, you guys put out one of the best products on the planet, yes. and it is always great to kind of get the chance to get on the sticks and hopefully me and C or me and Reef will have our battle of Bricago again up. Uh, <laughs> and, and get it on uh, like we usually do. And then people will cry. Uh, it'll usually be me because I'll fuck it up at the end of the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, give no, everybody man. back. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'll say though, thanks for having me, man. It was fun. First time rocking with you, man. Definitely not the last. Let's do it again. Right uh, yes. This is good, man. It's a different type of outlet, man. It's good for me to, Come in. We had a lot of fun at the road to the finals. Yes. Yeah. A lot of winning going on over yes. there. Yes, so, it was. Uh, man, it was a lot of fun catching up with you guys, man. This is this is good, man. No Darren Williams questions. We're, oh. all, <laughs> we're all good. <laughs> you guys took it easy on me, so we're all we're all hey, good. Hey, man, I, I understand that ankle life, man. That ankle life, hashtag ankle life. <laughs> <laughs> it's I more or less decision life, right, right. you know. You just make your decision, and he's, you know, everything will be good. Thank you. Word, word. So if you have uh, any dope stuff out there, Bricago, that you want to let us tell those folks, then shoot us on Twitter like we gave you all the business. Uh, and we will see you all next week. You're supposed to say peace. Well, I mean, you say, we say well, peace. You're supposed to say peace. Right, we, we say, say peace. You messing you, up the peace, peace. Right, you ain't been here long enough. You ain't been around long enough, you, you old rat bastard. All right. Damn, Darren Williams on my own show. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And we say peace. Peace. Rat bastard. (laughs) 